The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly discussion about comic books and pop culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night is the case with me, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Yeah, it's good to be back. Indeed, indeed. Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. I don't feel good. Oh, I like, yeah, that, that's what I should say. Oh, just having you say, I was gonna try to say something in Spanish, and then I was like, you know, you don't speak that, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You don't even have the words. <laughs> I, like, I, I like. I was like, I like. I can give it a shot, but I was like, nah, nah. Let me just leave that alone. It's okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I was like, I'm still here. I look. Like I just put his hand up. Like there's a wife wait. in the studio. I'm just making sure. You, you said a wild wife has appeared in the studio. Yeah, I ran. I'm oh. out of balls though. I can't. Did a catcher. Catcher. Tell her, come on camera, say hello. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> smart man, Wait, smart man. The thing. <laughs> As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Shout out to Jay. He he wasn't able to make it today, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, Jay's, Jay's out there doing the Jay stuff. Jay Thangs. Jay Thangs. So, uh, but either way, we got a great show for you today because uh, we are going to be talking to you all about Black Adam. Uh, so if you have opinions on that, we would love to hear them because you're going to hear ours. So we'll be talking about Black Adam today. We also are going to be talking to you all about Batman and Superman, uh, Battle of the Super Sons. That's the title, correct? Did yeah. I say that right? Yeah, Battle of the Super Sons, uh, one of the latest DC animated films that came out. And we're also going to be talking to you all about Batman, Gotham Knights, A Gilded City. So we got, uh, you know, a couple movie reviews, comic review, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. And we'll tell you how you can get down with Fantastic Form to let us know what that is in just a moment. But before we do that, I want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this entire show would not have happened. So thank you, Scott. Hope you're doing well, good sir. Um, and yeah, yeah, gentlemen, it's good to be back. Uh, I know we took last week off, unfortunately, but uh, I blame you. You know, I, I'll take it. I'll take the blame. I mean, I was definitely a, a, a part of that. I couldn't make it, uh, but it, it seems like a few different things befell us all last week. So it made sense to not do the show. I still haven't seen Black Adam. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I know you've been super. You've been pretty under the weather. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's 
not as bad as Emily, but yeah, it, I've been pretty un, under the weather, as you say. Mm, I feel bad. I feel bad that Emily's not doing good. Yeah, giving her a, a long distance hug. Now nah, you might catch it. <laughs> no, no hugs for you. No yeah. hugs for you. You're you're among the infected now. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good horror movie. Uh, what? Where you get hug, give hugs to people and catch a disease? Like you have to actually hug people to get past on the the seven day curse, dying curse, the Sadako. Mm. Mm, I hate him too. Yeah, him too. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen so, to my dreams. Don't listen to your what dreams? My fever dreams. Oh, got it, got it, exactly. But look, we're, we we are happy that you're here pushing through. Mo. I kept thinking um, like last night I couldn't sleep because I kept in my I kept dreaming in my weird lucid. Maybe not really fever, but I just kind of not sleeping fully. I kept mm -hmm. thinking I kept drawing a Thanos card in Marvel Snap. Say what you say. You don't know what that means, Oz. No, like this half his deck disappear. I don't know. No, you... I, I don't even. I've never seen a Thanos card in my life. Oh, I've you seen draw, it. It's awesome. You draw the Thanos card, and, and your opponent has to give up half his hand. <laughs> that would be actually pretty cool. Uh, but the Thanos card is actually much, which, you know, if you're if you're watching the show and you haven't messed with Marvel Snap yet, you should mess with it because it's pretty sponsored. fun. Video coming uh, soon. Not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. No, it isn't sponsored. Because nah, that man, thing popped up on, like, my phone so often, I hate it. Have you tried the game though? No, because I'm tired of seeing the the commercials so much. Why would I play the game? No, you're gonna subject me to something man. that much. I'm not gonna like. You I, should no, play. You're trying too hard. You should. You should at I'm least give start, it a shot. I'm gonna start sending you all my screen caps. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So the Thanos card, right? What it does is when you when you draw Thanos, it puts the six Infinity Gems into your hand. And I'm not sorry, not into your hand, into your deck. Well, actually, you know what? I'm not sure. It could be hand or it could be deck. I don't remember which one. Well, but the fact of the matter is, and so it would go. <laughs> but the fact is, each card or each stone has its own card that does different things when you play it. And if you play all six, then Thanos gets a whole bunch of extra power when you play it, which the card's already strong. It's like. Maybe like I think like maybe eight power or something like that. Okay. Uh, but it I don't I don't remember how much it gives because I don't have the card. I've just seen it. Like yeah. I feel like maybe it's like an extra six. Maybe it gives you if you have if you get Thanos, all the if you have Thanos and all the mm -hmm. stones. Mm -hmm. um, like stones. You, you should win, right? Until, you should win until like the next game. I mean, you. No, I mean, if it's like the comic, you could lose the next turn. It's <laughs> really true, which is funny, man. No, man. It look the game. Like, if you're a fan of Marvel comics at all, you should you should mess with Marvel Snap and just which. And don't get me wrong; it's like it definitely has like there's some aspects of it that definitely you can tell are like a little bit of a 
MCU kind of influence stuff too. But very little. Actually, that yeah, that, I just thought about that. That'd be a cool mechanic. You get you get all the stones and 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 uh, Thanos, and your your turn ends. Your opponent gets two turns. If he can't win, you win. Done. Oh, that would be that would look that would be actually really cool too. But you know they have some mechanics like that in the game that are awesome, like like Galactus, which I don't I don't own the Galactus card yet, but I've played it once because there are mechanics where you can play cards you don't actually own, and they're like if Galactus is at this location, if that's the only card you have at that location, destroy the other two, and I'm just like. Dude, this fool like ended those worlds basically, which I'm just like, that's so cool. Like, and just leaves you at one location to play at. And I'm just like, oh, all right. Well, this is yeah, gonna man. be uh, I had the coolest shit happen to me while, while I was shitting actually. Uh, I was playing. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, bro. You talked all over Oz though. <laughs> Oz was talking, you're just like, ah, because you know, he's still talking about this nonsense yeah. that they're not paying us to talk about. He doesn't about. want to talk about Snap. And what, I, what are we gonna talk about next? Raid Shadow Legends? Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Listen, I've never played that. I've seen a lot of those commercials though, but no, none of them I've ever I've made. I've never me. downloaded it because I've seen a, a thousand commercials. They try my try to watch something on YouTube. Dr. Phil told right. me to play Best Fiend. <laughs> Best fiends. Yeah, I've seen that too. What were you gonna say, Mo? I mean, yeah, what were you gonna say, Mo? I'm sorry. I got some weird uh uh you know uh world or location thing happened where I got mm-hmm. Polaris shuffled into my hand or oh, into that's my cool. deck, and then Polaris got put in my hand, and mm-hmm. then I had nothing to I couldn't do anything except play Polaris and another uh another card, and I forgot what I forget what <laughs> it was. Uh, to do the six energy in my last move. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I guess the dude, the other dude played uh, what you call it, uh, Scarlet Witch, and it turned that location into the one that shifts everything to one side all the way, yeah. and that and that actually ended me like winning, <laughs> like I was. Oh losing. wow! I'm like man, that's that fucking Polaris saved my ass. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's a, such a crazy little mechanic of the game too, where it's like, yeah, I, I thought I was, you know, it, it could, you know, it was looking pretty head to head, and then until that happened, I was like, wow, all right, that's kind of cool. And then the other thing that happened was where you get every time you play a a card on that location, you get a, a copy of it in your deck, and we just kept battling Electras for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, assassinate, assassinate back and forth. <laughs> and I guess the guy knew what I was doing because I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, if I'm keep getting it, I'm just going to keep playing it. And it kept yeah. popping up to the point where all we were playing was just Electra. like, da, 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 da. and then then we just kept playing. But I was That's like, it's funny. so fun just to fucking kill Electras. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. It's a cool game. I, I honestly do think, Oz, if you played it, you would like it, but I might be wrong. We'll see. We'll uh, did we we'll tell the audience doesn't know if uh uh if we can call yet or not oh right right no no look please like feel free if you want to be part of the show fantasticforum.live hit the call in button you can be the have wow. the coveted fourth spot wow mm-hmm. you know our interns have a union and you're just you're just doing their job like that just taking it like oh that. 
I'm hey, we're sorry. We're gonna get greed. You're right. You're, At least you're right. Didn't touch him. What's what's Tiger, what's Tiger Claw talking about? Uh, he said, "Did the Marvel Snap ever made you snap? Literally, just snap." No. Now, is he talking about actually snapping, or is he talking about like mentally? I I don't know, but I'm just gonna say no. He's, he's no, yeah, the right answer is no either way. Voice for this game that I keep seeing commercial after commercial then, after commercial. Alphonse says, "Happy anniversary from me and Jazz." Well, that's to me. Yay! Happy anniversary, anniversary, Moses. Like someone, someone named Jazz, or the the music. No, his wife is named Jazz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you never met Alphonse and Jazz, huh? I've met Alphonse. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But it was at the no wife's meeting. Yeah. Wow. The no man. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they call it Comic Con now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So, all right, cool. So, um, do do we want the the intern to? Oh yeah, do we their thing. That. I could do that. Yeah. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Join the party. You know you want to. Fantasticforum.live. That's where you can also uh, watch us if you're watching on YouTube or Twitch. You know, of course, hit us in chat. We've already inserted a few chat comments, so we don't have to keep doing that necessarily. And uh, you can buy merch. There you go, at fantasticform.live as well. So um, I'm looking at Derek. He says, StreamYard is showing the show is offline, which I don't know. Did you fix that the, the link? Did you update the link? I'm sorry, say what? Did you update the link on the link tree? Pretty sure I did. Yeah, for YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I did. So it's like, oh uh, yeah. If I can, like, uh, how did everybody else find the show? If I didn't, <laughs> like, no, no, the call in. The yeah, streamer. like all the listeners are subscribed, so they they get. Oh they, no, but. Oh, but no, the call-in I did as well. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. So, Sorry, Derek. Uh, Mayor Young hates you, you know. Or or She-Hulk. He knows you want to ask about She-Hulk, and he does hate powerful, strong women. And women of color. Uh, <laughs> is she, does She-Hulk count as a woman of color? It's certain color. Well, I mean, the green, yeah, but also Tatiana Maslany is a woman of color, I believe. She's a what? A woman of color. Is she? Where, what color? What what nationality is she? I think she's like like Indian or Pakistani or Egyptian. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I guess. Uh, now yeah. I have to look it up. Uh yeah, for real. I'm just sitting here like, wait, what now? Alphonse says, Yeah, Jazz Jazz has never met Oz though. He is her favorite Fantastic Four member. Well, then he you did know tell she us that. You know yeah, she I know. I she. Yeah, I. I told him not to say that ever. Like, <laughs> I was just as shocked as you were when he told yeah. me. I was like, "What?" Oz? 
No one likes Oz. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, like Oz. It's like that. We only have, like, we have, like, the, the right-wing version or the right-wing portion of our show that never says anything to us. They only talk to Oz directly. No. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, never mind. I don't. I know. <laughs> Conspiracy confirmed. I just <laughs> but yeah, man. So, yeah, I hope that the the thing is working the way it's supposed to. Okay, our producer. If not, Derek, on track. let us know again. So what? What's Tyre Claw saying? He's saying, uh, "Hold on." I was trying to text check the, the no no wait you got it I got it. I can read Tiger Claw's thing it says so Black Adam we got to hear Oz's thoughts on it is it a step in the right direction for the DCU now that James Gunn is in complete control of all of DCU in the foreseeable future I mean I feel like that's probably as good of a segue as any I'm pretty sure James Gunn didn't have anything to do with Black Adam though no 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 I'm 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 pretty sure he didn't. But I think the idea Tiger Claw is saying is doesn't feel as though. Now, did you guys DC... actually get to see it? I know, I know Lawrence was boycotting it because there's too many people of color in it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Why would I boycott it? Because there's too many people of color. I look. Hey, I don't ask these questions. <laughs> I don't no, no, man, no, no. Listen, uh, I I've seen it. Uh, I know Jay saw it. I, I Moses hasn't seen it, unfortunately. Because we should play the theme. Right? Responsible. Yes, we should. We should definitely play the theme. Theater. Yes. Um. So, Black Adam, um, while I intro this, Mo, can you mess with the link tree? Yeah, I'm doing it as we speak. Okay, I appreciate you. Black Adam, uh, it's the, the latest installment for, from the DC Extended Universe. We got Dwayne The Rock Johnson playing Black Adam. Uh, with an entire supporting cast of heroes. Um, and yeah, it, it's definitely uh, being billed as a, as a superhero romp, you know, like it, it's trying to fulfill on the promise of superhero action uh, in, in only the way that Warner Brothers and DC can bring it to you. So we should go ahead and, and see does it fulfill on this promise? Uh well look, does is Dwayne Johnson the person that was born to play Black Adam? And how do you feel about it in relation to some of the the last few entries in the DCEU? As the people want to hear from you with it, which makes sense with you being our resident. DC aficionado, give us give us your take on on Black Adam. Oz, what what did you think? It was a step in the right direction. 
uh, the the movie itself was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't amazing, it, but it's good. And it's a, it's a fun time to turn off your brain and have some popcorn. Like really turn off your brain. Like, like really <laughs> like, yeah, I, it has its issues. You know, I, I don't like the kid. Uh, I'm indifferent about the, uh, the, the female lead. And I think it's mostly because at some point I'm pretty sure it's That's going to be Osiris and, uh, and Isis. Mm. And I, you know, I don't know. It's weird. I, I think it's interesting that people are talking about Black Adam versus Superman. I'm totally forgetting that there's a Shazam like right there. I think The Rock wants to forget there's a Shazam. Yeah. Everybody. And, and, look, not everybody, a, right? And I like, do. Like, I don't know if I want to say The Rock was born to play Black Adam. He's definitely born to play a superhero. Like, there's a moment where The Rock isn't necessarily wearing the suit. He's wearing, like, a collar with a lightning bolt. And, like, he still looks like a superhero. I can't see anybody else being able to pull that off. Anybody else currently in in these... in in these movies, because obviously, like you can get Terry Terry Crews in there, and he could probably do it. Uh, yeah, so it, it, I don't know if he was born to play this part, especially with you know the lack of hair. But um, <laughs> he he did a he did a good job for for what he had to do. Yeah, Hex says, "Is it better than the Tooth Fairy?" <laughs> I mean. I think we all have to say probably better than the Tooth Fairy, more likely than not. What do you think, Oz? Yes. Yeah. Although yeah. <laughs> I've seen the Tooth Fairy more times than I've seen Black Adam. Oh wow! Well, there it is. He was actually good in the Tooth Fairy. Like he did a, a good like comedic performance while being the muscle bound guy. Like he showed yeah. a few a little bit of range in that movie. That and be cool. He did really well in. Be cool. I like the lot. I thought, but the rundown mm -hmm. was like his breakout. That one too. Yeah, the rundown. Was those all too. came out. Those, those all came out around the same time, like within two years of each other. I think. Yeah, I don't uh, know. yeah and um, the <laughs> the Justice Society, like <laughs> Doctor Fate, was great. Made yeah. some weird choices. But I think I don't think they could get Pierce Brosnan to sign on for multiple movies because he's mm. Pierce Brosnan. Did he do the <laughs> Shadow Clone Jutsu? Is that where yes. he like multiplies himself? Yeah, yeah. Dang, I think he does that like a couple times, right? I'm mad I didn't see. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I yeah. mean, look, if I'm only getting one Doctor Fate. I want to see a bunch of them. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, but he does a good job as as Doctor Fate. Yeah, I, I mean, I knew he would. Um, dude that plays Hawkman, Hawkman did a a decent job too. I think mm -hmm. I would have liked to see a little bit more of his character because he kind of seemed a little one dimensional. Um, mm -hmm. what what's uh, the, what was Homegirl's name? Cyclone, Hurricane. <laughs> yeah, but like, like you're asking us like. Like well, those, it just that, it, that's it, your it, that's your roster, friend. 
You know? it, bugged, it bugged me, and I can't remember if it was cyclone or or, or uh, hurricane or, or whatever, because it was bugging me that when they show her her profile, they list her as red tornado, and she's not even red or a robot. Just as red tornado. Yeah, See, what, that's like I had a conversation with a client because I had a client just tell me narrate the movie to me because I'm like I'm not going to be able to watch it, but I want to be able to talk about it at least have some sense. And he uh-huh. said, I think he called her Hurricane. And, but he's like, yeah, it's some, some storm chick. And I'm like, oh, Red Tornado. She's a Red Tornado? And he's like, Red Tornado? Who's that? You know, like, no, it's Hurricane. And I'm like, I kept thinking because in the poster, she looked green. And in the trailer, yeah. she looked green. And I'm like, I kept thinking Hurricane from WCW and ECW, the that one superhero wrestler guy <laughs> that had the Green Lantern logo sideways. Yeah, they also... Yeah. They also imply uh, Dr. T.O. Morrow at some point with her. Okay. So I I liked I like the actress. I like the what she did. It's just it it was bugging me that she's green and human, and they kept throwing these things about a, a red android character that tried to like mush them together. Uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things that like. I couldn't stop thinking about it was bugging me now are these like questions you have about the jsa like based on what you saw like oh they just didn't flesh out the jsa something that could be reconciled maybe with another outing for them or is it like like they just dropped the ball uh a little bit of both i think somebody that doesn't know anything about these characters is probably fine okay you know they they don't i actually like that they don't Bother, yeah, yeah. I actually like that they don't, you know, have to take the time to tell you each character's backstory. You get just a, a little bit, a couple of lines. I don't even think they tell you anything about Hawkman other than he's Hawkman and then you know, wings. Yeah. You know, they mention mm-hmm. Nth Metal, yeah. but they don't tell you anything about what Nth Metal is. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, we don't even know if it's like Alien Hawkman or like. What you call it like reincarnation Hawkman, right? Yeah, which kind of makes that decision, uh, Dr. Fate's whole thing like that. Like, that's kind of the, the connection I was making. Like, well, okay, mm-hmm. is, he, is he alien? But no, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't tell you a whole lot about him. And I think I wanted a little bit more just because I know a little bit more and I. It's one of those things like when I explain a character to somebody, I have to go into a little bit of backstory. And so I feel like someone who doesn't know these characters is going to like, well, who the hell is that person? Why do I care about them? Uh, but that's really like, I got to ask somebody that doesn't know because that's just me. You know, when somebody asks me, hey, who's this guy? Then I, yeah. I start talking about, oh, well, 3,000 years ago, blah, blah, blah. Right. And getting all of that. Yeah. So now hearing it from, uh, Someone like me, I heard it from someone that hadn't seen it, and he was um he was like giddy about it. He liked what they did with everything, like even how like how you said that they didn't go into too much of these characters' backgrounds. Um, he said like he felt because he enjoyed that aspect of it. he didn't feel like he was missing something because he's watching a black Adam movie, like they're supposed to be a little like unknown to us because we're just here for Black Adam. He just happens to be fighting them, you know? And uh but that's just his 
now I'm using his perspective because I have no perspective here. <laughs> Not yet, at least. Aside from my, I, I bought my collectible cup in advance when I went to see Halloween ends <laughs> because I'm like, I'm sure I'm going to come see it anyway, but they'll probably be sold out and I don't want to be a sad nerd this time. So. Well, I, I mean, I guess, uh, Lawrence, you don't know anything about DC. How did you feel about this movie? <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't know anything about DC. Wow. Uh, he almost got me. It was rough, man. Listen, I, I mean, I um, I felt basically very similar to how you did in the sense that it was it was cool. Um, I don't think it was it's not great. Um, I know that, and here's what I can say is, if you're a DC um, movie or if you want DC movies to be good, I get why this hypes you up. Because this it, it is one of the better. It's on. It's it's definitely on the upper side of DC movies where you're like, okay, you're like, if if this is the middle, you know, you got the the bad ones below there and the good ones above it. It's definitely solidly above the line. But you know, it, it's it's interesting because what I will say is this is. I feel like this would have been a far more interesting movie if they had went like full Black Adam with it and like let this be a, a villain movie. And, you know, obviously we know Warner Brothers under the right circumstances are willing to do that because, you know, you, you have like Joker as like a, a comparable kind of. You gotta say it right, Joker. <laughs> right, right. Because I, uh -huh. if you got a, a villain Black Adam, it'd be like a black guy named Adam that is like villainized. <laughs> you know? Well, like, listen. All, well, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if you make Black Adam edgier and really like lean into the idea that he's not a hero, then it might have come across as a different movie and been a better movie, I think. However, I don't even think that that's Warner Brothers or, or you know, or, uh, you know, DC. To That's the fault for that. That's The Rock. Like, The Rock doesn't want to be the bad guy. You know, he wants to be the hero. He wants to be, he wants to be the, the like, you can be the star and be, not, and not be a hero. Like, that can happen. But I don't think that that's like The Rock wants to be the leading man, you know? And so, and hence why I think, you know, this is why you have him pushing, I think, that potential like Superman, Black Adam kind of thing where, you know, he's like, hey, like, that's the level he wants to be at. And, you know, it's like, you know, that that, like, when that happens, that's going to be like, yeah, they fight at the beginning, but by the time we get to the end, these fools are going to well, be best of us. stupid because, so, I, everybody's like, man, when they told me about, at work, about the, the, the Superman coming back in it, and it's like, yeah, not, and nobody on the planet could take on me, and it's like, well, that's why we're getting somebody from another planet. And, you know, and it's Superman, I'm like, that's retarded! She's a fucking idiot! Yeah, and it's Isn't like, that? I said that. Because, oh, why? why, look, Superman's weakness is magic. Yeah, yeah. So he, she he doesn't know that. 
Yeah, because he's a fucking idiot. She should have done better research. How would she know that? Needs to do better research. You know what? He was, any magical it, people. it was my way of telling the people that they're idiots for being excited about it. Because oh. they really like you should have like because they love the Shazam movie. And they now now it's like, well, how's that guy gonna fight this guy? You need Superman. You because Henry Cavill, even like even after Superman, now it's gotten even bigger. He can take on the rock cinematically, you know, like he could look like they could mm-hmm. throw punches around. And it's like Zachary Levy and his fake muscles can't do that shit. Like they can't even oh, pull man. that shit off, like on green screen or you know, like I don't, I don't even understand like how you make this Black Adam movie and even try to like make it seem as if it takes place in the same world that that Shazam movie takes place. Yeah, but they did because yeah, because yeah, like I, I have no interest in seeing Zachary Levy like even stand next to that version of Black Adam. I, I had no interest in Zachary Levy ever being in anything I wanted to see. Uh, <laughs> hey, even okay. when he was a Warriors 3? I, you know, I, he wasn't, like, he's like, whatever there. Like, it's not, you know, if I'm watching a Journey into Mystery movie and he, it's a Warriors 3 story narrated by uh, what's his, the rock guy? <laughs> Dwayne? Uh, I'm not gonna like be like, ah oh, man, this this is Zachary Levy's in the he he's what uh Hogan or whatever the fuck he was. And I was like, this is not gonna be good, you know? Yeah. Um it I guess it goes back to what I was saying with the they don't explain anything. Eternium. Like I'm assuming yeah. it's a piece of the rock of eternity. Right, but they don't. They don't like. They just say there's. This, it, it's like it, it's like a, in Black Panther with, with vibranium. Like, well, there's this mineral no. that grows up that, that's no. only in Kondok. You know. Do you think that's but, the Rock of Eternity? I think it's a piece of it. Uh, it's a uh, it's stones that they say no. that they call Eternium, and they have magical properties. Cause yeah. Yeah, so it's because they told me they told me that about the Eternium and that being the weakness, kinda. And yeah. I'm like, and I was like, yeah, that's a bad yeah. thing they did there. But I'm like, all right, you know, I'm just gonna go with it because you know, I guess it's what it's the best we can hope for from DC at this I, point. I, <laughs> hold on. Speaking of going with it, like same same thing. When I saw it, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna roll with it, see what happens, and then. It has no effect on the plot whatsoever. After that. Like you see it once Mm-mm. and then done. Like we forget about it. It's not even like whatever. So that means, so that means weird even, if, even if the Spectre comes and destroys it, 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 like there's really no point. That'd be wasted budget. They could probably use it for something else, but it's like in this movie, they show you it can hurt him, and then you never see it again. Like it's done. Yeah. Um, we do have, we do have a caller real quick. Let me bring in, me bring in towards the end. By the way, yeah, but he's gonna derail it. Just gets really no, no. He's, he's gonna talk about Black Adam, or at least look. I don't make him talk about Black Adam, or at least for now. Let's do it. Like, look, even though, yeah, see, like, 
if, the more we talk about this, the more it, it it's gonna mess up the thing. See, like, <laughs> like we sh we, we should have just my, let it. I caught myself. I caught myself. Uh, okay, there, like there, Derek, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. What what did you think of Black Adam, friend? Hey guys, uh, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, we can. You sound great. Oh, cool. And everything, and everything, this stuff's gonna work. I don't know why I don't trust technology, um, especially when Larry's involved. It's just, look, it took it took Rock fifteen years to make this movie, and it, uh, you can kind of tell it looks it looks like a movie that was like uh, thought about fifteen years ago, and and nothing else had happened in the world of comic book movies, and it was like it was, it was just like a, a old timey movie, and so I it, like I enjoyed it, but it looked dated. To me, it felt dated to me. I didn't see uh, uh, the fact that uh, conduct con conduct was obviously Afghanistan, and when I when I saw those streets of people running around, I was like, "Am I supposed to feel bad that a bunch of terrorists are or are living under the uh, military yoke? Like, aren't they? Isn't that isn't that what it is now? Isn't that what's going on now? Wait, so, why are they terrorists?" Uh, Inner gang is a mob, right? And and how come I how come I didn't hear anybody speaking uh uh Allah Akbar uh, language or nothing? Everybody spoke perfect English. What, What's going on that? What is Allah? Wait, they had a, a language that they spoke in the movie, right? I, I didn't hear it. Am I am I tripping? They had a oh, they had no. a language, right? No. No, <laughs> I love it. I love how Larry asked him how tripping it. Derek's like, yes, Oz, no. <laughs> Technically, like the the magic language that she wrote, like she translated it, but it's not like she ever actually said it in its in its actual written form. And she, she had to go to the book. There's subtitles in the movie. No, she the the, the get the language that they spoke. She didn't even know it, and she was the, from there. She had to go get a book and say, "Oh, I think this says this." I think this says that. Like what? So that's not your language. You don't know. You you can't speak. The, the subtitles are for Larry. the that take place five thousand years ago. Larry Larry sees brown people talking. He automatically hears a foreign language. And puts no, I'm saying even I felt I felt like there were moments in the movie where even like it. I felt like the didn't the kid the when was that's five thousand years ago. English didn't exist back then. But once it exists, no, I'm talking about. Movie. Like there's a scene where the kid is like rallying the rest of the city. Doesn't he, he says, speak hey, a different language? He says, hey, everybody, come help! They're 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 uh, fire skeletons walking around. Yeah, symbol. That's wild that you see that, and that's what you think of as Diamond Dallas Page. I love it. That's it what that's I want to say the same thing. It's a wrestling symbol. Oh, WWE does WCW stuff. I was like, I was thinking like Rockefeller. I was like, it's the Rock. The Rock's in the building. <laughs> I feel like everybody got uh, got everybody was uh, casted 15 years ago uh, because I said in chat, uh, Sarah Shahi, uh, the mom looks like a mom now, but 15 years ago when Rock first saw her, she was crazy hot. I was like, <laughs> and she ain't got no more. Now she's she's good looking, but she's a good looking mom lady. She's not like a super a crazy superhero girlfriend lady, which is what they're they started setting that up a little bit, but we're gonna have to wait wait a few years. Yeah, before, uh, she is the mom of a teenage boy. Look, I'll, I'll, this movie, like I said again, it was good, but Rock going around saying we're gonna we're doing team ups. This they're not doing team ups. 
that that we're I'm bringing Superman in. Look, they had to pay Cavill millions of dollars for uh, for saying a half a line in that movie. They're not they're not bringing those. I think yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna bring them in because they 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 recast the Witcher like now. Yeah, they and did. I'm out. I'm yeah, out. Yeah, he's done with Witcher because Netflix ain't paying nobody money. Netflix is, is busy uh suing people for sharing passwords and stuff. They don't got the money no more. <laughs> he's, he's gone. And, and I, they, I do. I was gonna yeah. say I do agree with your assessment, Derek. That like in 2006, this movie would have been fire. Yeah. Like we would have been like, wow, DC is doing a whole different thing now. Like in 2006, it would have been fire. But like yeah, I, I, I think well, he was like announced as Black Adam, right? <laughs> it's it's funny, but I think it was like oh, that long ago. He was showing up on he was showing up at a, at a Justice League red carpet and everything. He said, "Don't wait, don't worry, guys, I'm coming soon." And that ain't that ain't that ain't happened for a while. It took it took DC yeah. it took for DC to fire everybody for him to get his movie. Man, yeah. Uh, Hex says, "Wasn't Justice League announced way back in 04, 05? I think it was. The Rock was announced to be playing Black Adam in September of twenty fourteen. Yeah, it's a long time. DC's just slow. Hopefully, the Galaxy guy will speed will speed stuff up, get stuff moving over there a little bit quickly, quicker. Because right now, right now, right now, it'll be we we're still we're not getting a Flash movie anytime soon. Now, thank you. Uh, you don't think not, so? No, come on. But did I get announced that we're not getting that Flash movie? I'll, I'll, I'm announcing it right now. You, we are not getting a Flash movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does live in a movie. He that movie's done. Place. He knows, right? You're getting a Jimmy Olsen Superman style movie before you get a, a yeah. Flash movie. It's gonna be. They're gonna show it the same a double feature with Batgirl at some comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, officially June twenty third. But I mean, we've had how many official dates at this point? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting because I will say that um you know, like there are very there are definitely moments in this movie where I'm like, okay, this feels very black Adam like. But then there's other moments where it's just a lot of like, it was was Iron was Iron Man one like when he when he was fighting when he when he was when he was uh fight fight fighting the helicopter and everything. I was like, I saw this all I saw this before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some of that, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like Black Adam doesn't fight like how Iron Man fights. So you know, like really? one thing they did. What, what did he do? Did he grab like? Because Iron Man does the repulsor ray, maybe catches a missile, throws it back. Mm-hmm. What does uh, what does uh, 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 Black Adam do? Electrocutes people. All he does is all he has is electricity, which which is which is worries me why everybody keeps saying that oh he's Superman's equal. Tyclaw says it. not everybody, but Tyclaw says he's equal to Superman. Like all he does is, is shoot electricity. That's that's it. Just put on some rubber shoes and you're done. And you, and, yeah. and you, and you beat Black Adam. Like he, he there's no way he can beat Superman. I mean, Black Adam is really strong. And like, he's 
He's uh, almost as strong as Superman, I would think. How many? How many? How many? How many uh, bodybuilders do you see in the U and UFC? Zero. That's because they don't yeah. have anger issues and like men. <laughs> Moses, look, but no, I mean, and it's true what they say. Where it's like what Mo Mo brought it up earlier, where it's like Black Adam is is powered by magic, and Superman's vulnerable to magic. So it's and, like, well, that's what. What does that? What does that mean? Superman, that means Superman that when, magic. so a, I'm like a Black Adam. I cannot a black do, Adam I mean, punch I mean, actually hurts Superman. That's my you don't see a milkman can't beat me up. I will beat the crap out of any milkman comes over here. Just no, but it, look, that, that, that if that a milkman if a milkman squirts all his milk all over your face and it goes down your throat and then he outruns you for about an hour, you'll be paralyzed with shits. Uh, oh, okay. So if he if he shoots milk on me, someone goes in my throat. Then he wastes an hour. After I, I beat him up, I beat him up for an hour, and yeah. then I have the guy. Oh, my stomach is feeling a little bit iffy. Yeah. Then automatically, I gotta, I gotta put up an L. For, for yeah, yeah. Long. Like it, it's the worst comic book fight ever. But yeah, it. it that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no, but let's say you're deathly allergic to contact. Like let's say you're allergic to pollen, like deathly or shellfish or, and or I, peanuts. I could defeat you with a yeah. peanut butter sandwich. Like, I just throw, uh, you know, peanut oil in a squirt gun and just throw it in your face and you're dead. And it's like literally like you just hear fatality, like no perfect, flawless victory. You know what I mean? If, if like, is, uh, it's, weakness it's, is magic, then how come uh, Darkseid didn't beat him? Darkseid because Darkseid is not magic. Yeah, he's math and calculus. He's it God. it, it seems like magic to you, the, <laughs> you know, layman. Even and also, how is uh, how is Doctor Fate not a uh, 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 sad uh, low rent version of Doctor Strange? Because they both got the same move, except yeah. Doctor Fate can't make his work without a little helmet stuff. They will to make a bunch of me like Doctor Strange did that to Thanos, and that, they don't didn't work for him. Look, so, you call it low rent. I just called it two awesome books I read a month. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm like when I was a little kid, I'm buying Doctor Strange and Doctor Fate together. Like to me, it was like the Superman and Shazam. Like when you go into the history, like they were outselling each other. Doctor Strange at that time and Doctor Fate weren't outselling anything. But I would buy both. Yeah. And isn't Doctor Strange supposed to be a girl right now? It is. Yeah. So what's what's why 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 is there an old white man? No, no, no. Oh, you mean Dr. Fate's supposed to be a girl? Yeah, Dr. Fate. Isn't Dr. Yeah, Fate supposed to be yeah. a girl? They go back and forth. They go back and forth. I think there's two of them right now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay, but I, it I, depends I on where you're Because it, it comes from the helm of Naboo, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not even Dr. Dr. Fate. It's Naboo. Yeah. Like the planet on Star Wars. That's like, that, that's some uh, like, that's that Moon Knight talk right there, where he's like, "Oh, it's really con shoes. It's not really a Moon Knight." Like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what it is. It's like the I have a photo, you know. Like that's, you know, that's what you get when you're the Sorcerer Supreme. There's other magicians, but they're not Doctor Fate. You know, there's other sorcerers, but they're not doc the Sorcerer Supreme. You know, you mean you're uh, talking about Guillermo del, Toro, Guillermo del Toro's. Uh, just League Dark that he's making. Uh, I look. I just I'm 
almost half over halfway done with Cabinet of Curiosities. I'm all in on that Justice League Dark. It ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen, but I can beat off to it till it does. Like the mm-hmm. fantasy will be tight. So like um I I wanna hear that story that Mo's fantasizing, but like if it's his beat off story, kind of I'd no, no, no! It's just the like, thought of it. It's not even. It's a nerd beat off, not a real beat off. Like it's a nerd beat off. It's like the the, the preemptive nerd gasm. I, I, like, I want to hear Mo's interpretation of a Guillermo de, Guillermo well, del Toro's. Dark it would be uh, look. I I think his Justice League Dark would be something of more of like their Matt. It would be like the Suicide Squad fighting the that villain that magic villain only that magic villain would actually do magic shit instead of try to create a machine that does nothing which <laughs> is, and, and, and it would the suicide squad would be like the trench gold brigade or or, or or that justice league dark would be like these magic power people that would complement each other like i don't think he would use what the comic would use but he would use probably like a phantom stranger a netrigan and uh, Constantine, just because you have to use Constantine, especially now if we got Keanu like signed on, that's it. That's easy money. People love Keanu. They turned uh, Enchantress into the Madison movie. And then you know that that villain, the the villain they would fight would be something like what Enchantress did, but more on like uh, uh, a conceptual level. Like it's fucking with people, almost like when you do a Starro thing. Like it's an influence hive mind thing. And only they can like shield themselves. They they shield themselves from all this influence all the time. That they're they're the only people that could do it. Yeah, mm. but I'm I'm speaking for Guillermo, just as like from a comic book fan and a Guillermo fan. But Guillermo has, has his. I'm on a first name basis because you know, <laughs> like he's a creator. The way his shit isn't just the concept and the story, but it's also how he executes it. The shit like you watch a movie like I know people hated Crimson Peak, but you watch Crimson Peak and it's the best executed bad movie you would ever see. If you think it's a bad movie, it's the most beautiful bad movie you've ever seen. It's the most uh loving, like it's not even like it's a horror movie, but it's like man, this is kind of romance and kind of drama, like and it's kind of like Jane Austen for horror. And it's just executed just so well. Like the 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 effects are great. The pacing's great. The dialogue acts great. And he just pulls it off. Even he pulls off a bad movie better than good people pull off good shit. 60% of the careers. Okay. One more question about this Justice League Dark. <clears throat> um, do you go with Zatanna, Zatara, or neither? I would go Zatara. That's what I thought. Really? Yeah, he's kind of bad. Why? Satana's hot and all, but Z- yeah, Zatanna's like more powerful and has that classic look that yeah. Guillermo would like. Yeah. No, but Zatanna has fishnet stockings, and that's gonna sell but, tickets, right? But the thing is, and that's the thing. That's the problem with you know that. That's why you're not get, you didn't get a Hellboy three at a at a Guillermo. You know, because after a while, they're like, you got to do stuff that we could sell on Halloween. We can't make costumes to sell on Halloween. 
at a at a Hellboy too. Like, who's gonna be that? That's Angel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that shit was amazing. It was. Golden Army. Like, who's gonna be a Golden Army like grunt for Halloween? You know, you can't do that. It's funny. Okay. And I say that because shopping for Halloween costume and shit. I, I saw so many like Harley Quinn bats and hammers and all this, and it's all—it's literally just like clear a clearance sale at Victoria's Secret that they put glitter on and called it Harley Quinn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going back to Black Adam, uh, I I saw earlier. I think actually Derek, you made a reference to um, Adam Smasher earlier, and. That, but you mean the I feel like that, they threw in there to try to get teams a lot to <laughs> right. and, and that's the whole thing where it's like it's interesting because you know we've been talking about the movie for a minute now. Oh, you're and a not pretty many girl. Have... I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm really nervous around you. you you're really hot. Uh, okay. Oh, I don't know. How, and my powers are working. Okay. Okay. And, and off and back. The, the, in reality, even though both Adam Smasher and Cyclone. Did some some semi cool stuff throughout the course of the movie. I honestly could have done without either one of them. Like I wasn't a big fan of how did they get how did they, they give you a memory of the table? The girl's riding her bike up to the door, like a, a bicycle, not a not even a motorcycle, not even a bike bike, a motor a, a, a bicycle, and she's a member of the Justice Society. Like no, no, she could just right. be fit though. Look when look when 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 I apply for a job, one thing says, hey, do you do you have do you have means of uh, a reliable transportation? Who's calling me? Nobody calling me. Uh, uh, Austin, Austin, I yeah. a member of a superhero team if I don't have reliable transportation. That bicycle scene was just a Wizard of Oz joke. Is it really? Yeah, because the Wicked Witch is riding a bicycle. Or not the not the oh. witch. So there's a character who then when she who's like. All the characters in Wizard of Oz are human that she knows. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're and talking then, about. But the character that, that becomes the witch is riding a bicycle with like a basket in the back. That's why she's got those striped stockings and she's green and it, it you know, hurricane. Oh, off on that. Wizard of Oz inside stuff. <laughs> it turns That's out the rock, the rock really wanted a Wizard of Oz reference and Henry Cavill in the DC. <laughs> you know, Henry Wickler. I just read that in chat that uh, Adam Smasher is the nephew of the original, and the original was Henry Winkler. Yeah, mm-hmm. now they don't show Henry Winkler doing Adam Smasher things, but um, but he calls he calls him up and is like, "Hey, I'm going on my first mission or whatever." You know, Henry Winkler is like, "Hey." He doesn't really? say that. Oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, grows. Like that's that's how he does it. He's like, yeah, he's just gonna <laughs> wow, and then he hits but, something and the jukebox starts to go ahead. Yeah. He look, Henry Winkler could put on a leather jacket and beat Black Adam just like that, just by snapping his fingers. This I thought that was a strange thing. Like, especially considering where it's like, okay, you like we all we all know that this character is doing like the whole size changing kind of thing going on here. So it's like, why even like it's not like you had to have that character 
why make him even have... more Ant Man? Right, exactly. Like you know, like you don't, you don't like. It's not like you needed that scene. Like you don't need Henry Winkler in the movie for I, I that. Think, well, every movie, every movie needs, needs Henry Winkler at some no, point. I, okay, I'm not saying I don't want him in it. What I'm saying is he doesn't have to be Adam Smasher's uncle that was formerly Adam Smasher to You're like right. again, he like that, like we're just saying, like he could parallel it even more to. And get killed, then then his nephew takes school. He should have been a delivery right. man. They didn't need Henry Winkler in, Winkler in there. He was he used that seven years ago when Rock signed on. He said, "Oh, we'll get Henry Winkler too." And every year they're like, "Is he is he dead? Oh, well, he's still alive." Okay, well, well. <laughs> and all of a sudden now they say, "Well, oh, he's he's alive, but he can he can't really move that well." So we'll put it, we'll, we'll we'll call him on an iPhone or something. And that's what they did. They had they had him like talking on the phone. Like that's it. That, you don't need. You're right. He did not need to be in this movie at all. No, and it just seems very strange to do it because it's like you, the character already is going to get Ant Man comparisons. So why even give him more reason to be like, oh, that's just like, especially like when you talk about mainstream movie audiences, it's like, yeah, like we know the history of the characters and who comes first and all this kind of stuff. But if you're just a regular right, no, movie goer, you're like, Adam Smasher. Not, not a single person. In a theater that 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 played over the weekend, knew who Adam Smasher was. Like, oh, it's a big guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, what I'm I saying is, Adam for, I thought is that Captain Adam? Oh, that's Adam Smasher. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Adam Smasher. It makes it seem like it's even more of a ripoff of MCU characters. But that's if you're like an MCU, like if you're not a comic fan, right? Is that what you're saying? Larry? That, that's no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not, yeah. if you're not well, a comic well, fan, which them. which the majority of the people watching the movie are for me, for me, that seems awesome because now it's like, man, the Justice Society movie that wasn't where the Fonz was the Atom Smasher, you know. <laughs> I guess I don't like. Why do we even want Henry Winkler to be Adam Smasher? It makes you know, Justice Society is really weak because you realize that. That the Just League never even they never even thought about calling it Justice Society. Yeah. All, all, all the everything happens like maybe we should get some backup. Let's call it Justice Society. Nope, not didn't even think about it because yeah. they're a bunch of little, uh, they're B level punk heroes. Yeah. I think they imply that like, Waller put that's their the whole stay together after the Justice League. Right, right. but it's it's also like that's the whole reason comics had the crisis on Infinite Earths <laughs> for that same exact reason because they, they they there's they have these characters that they they just don't fit in these modern times, and but they can pull off something, they let them pull off this or let them try to pull off this, you know. Where was our man at then? Yeah, that I, I wanted to see our see. man. I, I wanted honestly, I wanted to see Mark Guggenheim's uh, his run on Justice Society, where you have like <laughs> terrific in it, you know. But I mean, that's yeah, not what we, you know. That's too, this is, look. Yeah. That's a little too much to ask from a Black Adam movie where the Rock. Yeah. Him. Oh, one hundred percent too much <laughs> to ask. So okay, so. How do you all feel? And you know, like this is I, we'll get to rating Black Adam in in a moment. But how do you feel about the tone that this seems to be setting for future DC movies? And then how do you feel about it in light of the news that we got in regards to uh, James Gunn basically helming, like kind of trying to be their their 
Feige for DC movies moving forward. Like Oz, what what's your take on that? Like the I tone like, and that I, announcement. I like the tone of Black Adam. Um, it, it's it's an action movie with a, a few serious moments. Um, how it relates to to James Gunn, I don't know. I feel like James Gunn is gonna try to introduce the humor like like they did it with the original MCU, and he hasn't done anything that I hate. Like I, I enjoyed Peacemaker way more than I thought I would. His Just League movie was fine. It wasn't amazing, but it was way better than than what we got the time before. Suicide Squad. Yeah, his James okay. Gunn Suicide Squad was yeah, better yeah. than the original one. So I like what he's done. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want DC to get try to get lighthearted. Uh, I I would rather have it be more in the Black Adam direction. Where Wait, the, the guy that, that the DC the same DC with 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 uh was was super was 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 super League of Super Pets. He doesn't doesn't want them to get too lighthearted because they're already there. Super Pets was was deep and and moving. <laughs> no matter how hard uh uh what's his face um. Kevin Hart tried to be funny. He he wasn't, and I appreciate that because I don't need comedy in my DC. That movie's in canon. That movie's in canon. <laughs> now wait, let me ask you this question though. Like when you say you like you know James Gunn's gonna try to do the comedy. Like do you feel like like I think well one of the it, one of the criticisms of the DC universe and it got to the point that Deadpool was making the joke that it's it's so dark. And I think right. a guy like James Gunn tr- tries to put humor in everything. And he might not. I don't know. He but might, I, I feel like feel he might overcompensate like I, for what they've done. I don't know. He might put a, a white, right, right, uh, white supremacy and, and peacemaker, peacemaker type thing. Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, that guy kind of got what was coming to him. But I, I, what the question I was going to ask was like when you look at James Gunn's Suicide Squad, it's like obviously that movie has light moments to it, but the movie has some dark moments too. It's more and, dark, you know. Than yeah, like you could you could actually make a solid argument that it's not that like it's not dark in like the actual visualization of it. Well, but thematically, they killed they killed an entire country. Yeah, in the, thematically, like the 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 themes of Suicide Squad are pretty dark, especially like when you get to the dramatic moments. Like they get pretty heavy. Like it's when you know, like when you think about like Flag and how he died and all that kind of stuff. It's like I don't know. Like is that is that? And I don't get me wrong. I get one hundred percent that there are silly things that happen before that and after that um but do you feel like that would not be a good kind of tone I feel maybe like for I the want dc more, universe in general like i want more action movies mm-hmm. than either comedy or drama like i want stuff blowing up i want superheroes doing superhero stuff i don't need to see zachary levi trying to buy beer when he should be out like you know shooting bolts at people but let's say like DC tries to expand, like you want somebody that can kind of understand what they're going for for each now, property. Yeah, right? if they do, if they do yeah, like, I mean, there's some there's some groups that are just 
you know, Doom Patrol is one of those. The show is hilarious, amazing. Yeah, it's right. also dark. And I just watched. The, I just watched the episode where you see the chick like her backstory when she's dating the dude and he tries to turn her into a swinger, the crazy Jane. It, it was, mm. I, felt like I was walking through hell. <laughs> it was amazing. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Yeah, like th- there's definitely groups that sure you're gonna you're gonna have that, um, like I, Man of Steel two, I want to see an action movie. Mm. So and, and we'll okay. see. Like I think I give James right now. I give James Gunn enough credit to know what the audience wants, and I hope Cavill comes in with the same uh, energy he he approached The Witcher. Which Cavill made The Witcher, The Witcher. You know, there, there's, there's been interviews with with showrunners. Love the white man's ass, though. Just about how, like, when, when they kill off the horse, it was gonna be like this, this joke, really. And Cavill's like, well, this is kind of how he feels about the horse, and although he doesn't express emotion too well, like, we should do this. And the scene that they ended up coming with was perfect. You know, for something that that the that the people have no idea about the character, we're gonna make a joke out of it. And I hope Cavill can bring some of his Superman knowledge of the comics, if there's a lot of it. I don't know how much he really knows, but yeah, you know, you know I just want to talk about Cavill in that hot tub. It I mean, like <laughs> he didn't deny it. No, <laughs> Who won? if you deny it, you're a liar. Hey, look, look, we all watch wrestling. It's a bunch of buffled men rubbing up against each other. We we pay per view. Yeah. So yeah, like, anybody that loves but, wrestling and superheroes is at least ninety eight percent like straight. Hilarious, but but with that said, it's like also to keeping in mind that uh, James Gunn is taking like more of a conservator kind of role for this right like that doesn't mean he's right it's not like he's gonna be writing and directing every movie i'm hopeful uh but i'm cautious it's i guess yeah i I don't know if you guys know the story about that uh back in the day kevin smith was actually offered the the role of leadership of of dc movies and they Mm -hmm. they offered it him he i think he said no but like that's kind of that's kind of the same type of thing like he has the same i believe sensibility that james gunn would have had where you probably don't want him uh, writing and directing each movie, but he would be a good guy to oversee everything. Yeah, I, no, no, Kevin Smith I, would have been amazing. And I, with James Gunn, like I hate what he did with Guardians, and I hate it yeah. not because I'm a Guardians fan. It's because Larry, you made me read Guardians, and you made me read yeah. Annihilation, and you made me read Thanos. Yeah. Like DNA, like if if. Yeah. if if I was ahead of Marvel Studios, I'm like, you know what? DNA gets consulting. Like, let them give you and have them tie it into what we want for the Infinity Saga. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but and but it, it's definitely like that's not what happened. But what he did do was create these characters that people that you would have never thought would love a talking raccoon or a tree that just says the one word over and over. Like it would be their favorite character, you know. So he well, made Vin Diesel all credit for that. That's all Vin Diesel doing the work. No, no, no. Look, Vin like, Diesel, <laughs> James Gunn, James Gunn put them all together uh, up to each other because it's not just each character; it's how they interact with each other as a team. 
Like I, I've been rewatching these movies as much as I hate them. I've been torturing myself, but it, but they're like I can't say they're terrible movies. <laughs> you know, the first the first Guardians movie is really fun. Yeah, and and it's like you know when you talk about like your Star Wars, your Firefly, and then now you have your Guardians. Like that's a little your your characterization of these space opera things. Like that's. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like he created these characters and did the same thing. That that's why his Suicide Squad worked is because it's not because of the comedy or or the darkness balance. No, no, no. He created these characters that you give a fuck about that you know are probably gonna die. And that's what the Suicide Squad Suicide Squad comic did in New Fifty Two, and that's what he did for that second movie. And then he did that for the Peacemaker on fucking steroids, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. With fucking John Cena on steroids because he did that for all these motherfuckers. Like this, yeah. you, you don't care about this guy because he's like the overseer. Oh, then he's an alien. Oh, all of a sudden I care about. And then it's like, oh, he's an alien, but he's like this. Oh shit, you know? Yeah. Like, he, yeah. Like, he did that shit. So I think overall, as uh, from an editorial, like if you tell me like he's the 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 executive that's overseeing this, like yeah, I, I would trust him because overall, like as from the shit I don't like about him. Uh, that he's done is still good and the shit i love that he's done is, is great so it's like he knows what it takes to make good movies and he's gonna make uh he's gonna make sure that the, the these superhero movies are good movies and then they mm -hmm. paired him up he's not alone either they paired him up with an actual executive so they'll keep each other in check if he wants to go a little too wild or if that guy wants to get too crazy and be like no nah, no nah, you can't do this Fuck you. We'll do it, you know? Like <laughs> cuz that's how James Gunn talks. Well, you know, that's like when you're the co-executives, that's how it is. Like it's like, no, 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 you don't understand this aspect of it. I do. But I don't understand that aspect of it, but you do, you know? So I think mm -hmm. that well, co-executive they, 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 uh, I'm just happy it wasn't those. like it, they didn't put Jim Lee in that spot like they did for the comic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Notice that WB fired everybody before they brought in James Gunn, though, so he couldn't do yeah. too much damage. No, no, well, they have to pay him. They have to pay him because he's not going to do that shit for free. You yeah, know, yeah, like, he, he literally did, like, he did two of the best DC, uh, you know, post-Snyder properties uh, ever, <laughs> you know, and, and it's like, and then Marvel wants him back, and then they shit him out a little bit, too, so he's like, hey, maybe I don't want to go back, you know? And so it's like, well, you can't forget the fact that he's a, he's a, uh, he's a, is he, is he a dirty racist or something? Is that why he got fired at Marvel the first time? Uh, he, he made pedophile jokes. Oh, he's a pedophile. Him. Okay. That's, no, no, no. That's, he, okay, made, he made pedophilia <laughs> jokes. He made pedophilia jokes to an actual pedophile that he didn't know was a pedophile at the time. Yeah. Like the guy he so, sent the joke text to, like, actually got. Convicted. So you make one dead baby joke, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> let's rate Black Adam. With <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Oz, what would you rate Black Adam? I wanted to give it a four, five out of five. <laughs> I, I wanted to give it a four, but I, I'm gonna have to knock a couple points because the CGI, especially towards the end, was just. It was garbage. It was from 2006. Well, he was fighting the devil. I mean, it did. Was he? It looked like it turned into a video game, he, and not like a, a current gen video game, like like PS2 video game. <laughs> it it just it, 
Oh, he's gone. Sabak I, I, like I'm tired of saying PS2. You, you guys need to go back and look at PS2 and PS1 graphics before you start saying stuff about PS2 graphics. I tell you it what, I'll, I'll look, look like at PS, I'll look PS4 at CGI from ten years ago and guarantee it's better than what we got now. Wrong. I ain't. I go watch Avatar again. I, I, somebody told me this uh, the other day that Avatar was a, a great look and they couldn't tell with CGI. Like, yes, you could. There were people who were upset when the movie ends because they left that world. That movie was so engrossing. You don't know. What? Like, that was a thing. It was, it was a thing. I, I think, I think it shouldn't have been. Killed themselves, right? like, some people I don't know if they killed themselves. I don't remember. Mm. But, yeah, people were definitely depressed. But, yeah. It was, it was a thing because it's so amazing. And, like, we, we don't have that now. So, D- Derek, what would you rate Black like like Adam? Adam. Uh, Say what? Sabak looked like garbage. Oh. Uh, if, if I saw it ten years ago, I would I would I would have given it uh, a four and a half. I would be like, oh, it's incredible, it's the new way. Now it's a three and a half. Yeah, it, it, it did not age well. It aged like milk, not like wine. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I would go to three and a half as well. Where you know, I mean, it it's definitely worth watching and. It, it's you're gonna have a a, a fun time, I think. It's just a matter of it. it should be coming out on HBO Max soon, right? Like they're it's getting quicker. I wouldn't be surprised. And you know, it's like I I mean I'm happy that I saw it in the environment I saw it in because it was like a good time. But yeah, like the movie itself was you know it was cool. That's really what it boils down to. It's, I, it's cool. I want to see it again, but I don't know if I want to go to the theater to see it again. Yeah, yeah. Like the first time, the first time was good, but I don't know if I can do round two in the theater. What one thing that I will say that I really enjoyed, and I was like actually kind of shocked by what that the fact that they did this was the Black Adam hover. Like this fool, like literally is hovering over the ground, like the majority of the time. Which is really cool. Like it's one of those amazing character aspects of Black Adam to me. That is just a thing. Like I, I get mad when people don't do it in the comics. Sometimes you know, every now and then you get somebody that is like, "Dude, that like Black Adam doesn't touch the ground." I thought he was. Thought he was <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rock just didn't want to get his, his feet dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but this fool does not touch the ground except for very like specific moments. <laughs> or if, unless he got forced there, you know, what I'm saying? and I'm like, that's pretty cool because there's a lot of moments where he could have just been standing there, but he wasn't. He was he was floating, and I'm like, okay. And it's it, it was, but see, as much as I enjoyed that aspect of it, it felt very in contrast to like some of the other stuff. Where I'm like, well, if you're gonna make sure this fool doesn't touch the ground, then why aren't we like making sure that like he acts like Black Adam all these other times. Like, it's a weird, very specific thing to be like, oh, well, we can't compromise on, on this aspect, but we could compromise on all these other, like, much larger aspects. <laughs> so it's it like, like Steven Seagal made a, made a superhero movie. You know, like, he, he's got to win. He's got to be he got to be a good guy. He's got to get a girl. He can't lose a fight. Uh, but, he, but he doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to put forth <laughs> Like, from 93 to 97, that was his movies. Yeah. And they were awesome. <laughs> Look at 
<laughs> I love those Steven Seagal movies. At least I used to. I, I can't say that I've watched them lately. You watch Under Siege 2 again, it's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah! <laughs> I can imagine, I'm sure. Oh, dude. Okay. Like, he was a chef in that movie. Yeah. 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 This is the yeah. work of a chef. My favorite part of the Under Siege Under Siege 2 is when they figure out who it is. Like, wait. Is the chef? Is Kate right. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, before we move on to uh, Battle of the Super Sons, what, what, huh? what about my She-Hulk question? I, listen, can can I finish a sentence? Oh, okay. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I'll, I'll I'll step back. I'll step back. I was literally gonna say before we move on. To battle of the super sons, Derek. Oh, I know you want it. I, I that's that's exactly what I'm trying to get to. Hey, like, I, I know you wanted to ask us a, a She Hulk question. So why why don't you ask your She Hulk question, Derek? Uh, for I, I, I want to know. Uh, I want to ask you guys since you're all, all all I guess men. Uh, when did everybody get get such hard ons for Day, Daredevil? Where, 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 like, people are like literally, like, I was watching, uh, like, what we call it, uh, recaps and stuff on YouTube. And every, when Daredevil show up, they're like, they're, like, guys are literally creaming their pants that Daredevil showed up. I was like, wait a minute. Y'all, I, I didn't know y'all like Daredevil that much. Where you got, or like, guys are gonna say, oh my God. Oh, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna walk the door. He's coming through the door. Oh, there he is. Oh, 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 he, 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 he uh, and, and then getting mad at She-Hulk for uh, for fighting them. How how dare she fight fight Daredevil? That Daredevil's the smartest person in, in the world. Like, well, guys, when did, when did everybody gets get get so wet for Daredevil? That's what I want to know. What's the sound they made again? Uh, the hallway scene in season Ooh. one. <laughs> <laughs> The hallway scene. Oh, he's in the hallway. Oh, he's a, oh, he do, he do a little, he do a little stick thing. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Oh, god damn it. She hooked showed up. She messed everything up. Oh. I do. Um, but I, I felt like that watching Ben Affleck's Daredevil do his thing too. Like, because I'm just a Daredevil fan. I, I took it all the time. Get the the uh, director's cut where like it's actually Daredevil, not that crap that they showed in the theaters, man. Yeah. Oh, he's on the seesaw now. Oh my god. Oh, he's on the seesaw. He's fighting on the seesaw. This is incredible. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he's fighting the seesaw. Let's see you stand on the seesaw and fight a hot chick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It, I, I I do hear and understand where you're coming from, Derek, because especially as being like a person that, you know, again, this is almost like it, it's almost like a, a lower key version of the thing that happened with Guardians, because I do feel like Daredevil generally was held in a certain regard, but he definitely wasn't most people's. No, like when people show, like who that whole show was beloved, like people reacted no, I, similarly when Pinkman showed not, up in. Uh, but. In Hawkeye, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not talking about TV shows here. I'm talking about comic book characters, like comics. And so I'm talking about like before, before Daredevil was a television series. Comics, please. I look, and this is like this is why I'm saying like right now. 
I, what, what I'm saying is, is it's it's almost like a lesser version of what happened with Guardians because it's like Daredevil wasn't anyone's favorite superhero for a long time. A and even like when Ben, say again. There are a couple of deaf kids that liked him a lot. Uh, deaf kids? Yeah, they love Daredevil. Why? Why did the why deaf, would kids deaf kids love, love Daredevil? Really? Because they're, you, they're you're working at the head. Why deaf kids love Daredevil? Okay. Because the blind kids can't see him. Oh, oh, he's he's a, a, you know what? I, I take it back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Larry. I I I thought he was deaf. I forgot he was blind. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, why? Why are the deaf kids Daredevil fans? Like, <laughs> my like I, I, I got a little too excited there. <laughs> blind kids love Daredevil. I really thought. Oh, woo! He's deaf. I mean, blind. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I, I get it. Like, right, if you're, I mean, but I will say that, you know, people with disabilities in general are just happy to see themselves <laughs> represented sometimes, too. Like, I know, I, like, I was disabled. I would want people to not be disabled. Like, don't, I don't want this torment for somebody. I mean, but it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be torment. It's just, sometimes it's just different. I don't know, man. I look at <laughs> <laughs> like that would be torment. <laughs> it took Barbara off that off that wheelchair pretty quick. Yeah, it wasn't that yeah, quick. Hot girls right? love uh, hot girls love Natasha. <laughs> They're like representing. So there it is. But yeah, no, I mean, but what I'm saying is, you know, yeah, there's been a spike in in, in popularity with Daredevil since the Netflix show, definitely. Yeah, but and, if Luke Cage showed up. Oh, no, if, if Jessica Jones had showed up and said, I, I need a lawyer, Jennifer, can you help me? Nobody would be like, oh, oh, look, there's J J J Jessica Jones. I'm not sure that's true. Jessica Jones I, wasn't I, that good, though. No, but honestly, oh, like, no, no. Oh, oh, I could really? Daredevil. I mean, like, oh, no, that, look, honestly, like, Jessica Jones got better each season. Like, it was definitely, like, for me, that's how it went. And if I would have seen Jessica Jones be, like, the friend instead of that witch chick that we think might be an Agatha, like, Mennonite person, or acolyte person. Mennonite. Uh, sorry, I got my, my ites wrong. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, if it was her friend was Jessica instead of that, that little witch chick, I'd be like, ooh, like how Derek said. Yeah, but Jessica Jones' like power like switch up every, every. You never know where her powers really are. Ah, it doesn't matter. Like I don't need her to have any powers. I just need her to be like She Hulk's friend. Just Jessica Jones, or her powers are only it's only invulnerability and super strength. I never, That's really, it, right? look, I never care about her powers. I just care that she, that little girl. She also she has the power of She flew once, and 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 show she flew. In which show? The Netflix show. Yeah, she jumped from like once from the city to a house. Yeah, well, that's, that's power. flying. Yeah. That's jumping. That's that, no, in fact, that. if anything, that's what little Superboy does in uh, Battle of the Super Sons, which <laughs> is a great segue. Right. If you haven't asked your question yet, <laughs> yeah. no, he asked his question. Okay, his question when, was yes. like, when did people like we this? answered it? We yeah. answered we it. Ask, we don't know why, gotta, Derek, because they. They hate She-Hulk for no good reason. Derek Gage has been dying to ask a She-Hulk question, and it's a Daredevil question that he ends up asking. Yeah. And in the end, Derek, did you like the She-Hulk series? Oh yes, I liked it a lot. I thought I, I, 
I thought it should have went more than uh I'm mad now that this Andor thing, I thought last night was going to be the last episode, but I, there's, there's, I think like three episodes left. I'm like, Jesus Christ. She-Hulk she only got, what, six episodes? And only three of them were really, really good. Uh, and then they, then they did, and now they're saying they're not going to make another one. They're, they're, I, it sounds to me like they're not going to make a season two of this, which is crazy. It's just crazy. Like, it, yeah, it, I, yeah, I was mad too, but then Andor is a better show. No, but I'm okay with them. I, like, I, if I get a good run, like just like She-Hulk comics, if I just get a really good run, I'm happy. You know, none of that Charles Sewell crappy art shit. Yeah, Charles, <laughs> I was about to say, she, she hasn't had a good run since the '80s. That's why when, when people talk about it, they say, oh, remember back when uh, when when uh, back in the '80s when she was really good? They don't, they don't say anything about Charles Sewell. Yeah, because that was a that was a, a bad run. I'm sorry. And I want I want her to have I want I want to, I want to be on season five of of She Hulk. That's, uh, that's, that's not be satisfied. I get it. Yeah, like I mean, the talent's there, the writing is there, uh, the the creativity is there, the performances are there, but I mean, the funding, <laughs> yeah, you know, the fact that they make fun, the fact they make fun of uh of superheroes, basically, I, I like yeah. a lot. It shows it shows that that that. that, that that somebody there understands that some of the stuff they do is just dumb. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. That that, that that brings a lot to it. Nobody yeah. in Star Wars will ever say that. You will never see anybody on the Star Wars side of the building say it's kind of dumb that everybody just went with 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 Nazis and like these people are obviously Nazis, right? Like they look like Nazis. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody ever said anything. Okay. Yeah. So wow, Derek, are you going to draw her like that? All right, Derek, man. Good hearing from you, man. I love you. Uh, we'll talk to you. Okay, I know. I know what I'm being shut, 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 shut off. I got it. I, <laughs> I got know? it. Like, do you? Okay. Well, I'll call. I'll call, I'll call back. Uh, not next week. We got the next to talk about uh, uh Wakanda Forever. Okay. Sounds like and a I know, plan. I, and don't think that I know you guys haven't sent me an invite too. Don't think I haven't noticed that. I know you guys are. Are going some special uh, I, 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 honestly, Derek. I, I I haven't gotten the all clear to to like go to the movies yet, but I do want I do <laughs> want to set something up to go. And I talked Larry about it, my friend Mario too. He's like, we got to do it again, like we did for your birthday. I'm like, yeah, but I only do that for special occasions. But I guess this might be a special occasion. Oh yeah, black, black people aren't special. I I, I got it. Cool. Cool. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're more special. They're more special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you all about it when I get when I get back from seeing it. Hey, look, how about this, Derek? How about you? Just you and I go see Wakanda forever. Uh, no, because you will you will not you will not uh you you be like oh I'm already here. Uh, it's a great show. Where you at, Derek? Okay, okay, I, 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 okay, okay. Bye, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling in, Derek. Talk to you soon. <laughs> all right. Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. Uh, we don't need Moses. music for that. Yeah. No, no, it's still all movies, right? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so this is basically a, uh, a story of Batman. Well, no, I, I, I actually, what I should say is this is a story of uh, the, the meeting of. Jonathan Kent and Damian Wayne and how they end up basically having to save the day because yeah. everybody else is, is taken out. 
So that that's basically the story in in a nutshell. Without you know, I mean, there's not there's not it's hard to spoil because it's more one of those things where you just have to experience it. Like not nothing in this movie is going to surprise you, but at the same time. Uh, or at least from a plot perspective. Nothing in this movie from a plot perspective is necessarily going to surprise you. But if you're a fan of uh, Jonathan Kent and or Damien Wayne, you might enjoy the ride. Like, so honestly, like, what, let's talk about it. What can, from a plot perspective, what can, you can't, I guess what I can't spoil is that like they show you a good amount of time of like how hard it is for Superman to be a father. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, uh, sure. and he, I mean, he had good examples, he had two good examples, like <laughs> yeah. Joel and Paquette, like, yeah. you know, but it, and then he's still having a hard time. Like, I felt even like because that's what I really liked about Superman and Lois was like the fatherhood of Superman, like that. That's mm-hmm. interesting, you know, that when, when you hear James Cameron say, Oh, these superhero movies aren't doing this. I was like, what well, motherfucker? Mm. Watch Doom Patrol. Watch fucking Superman and Lois. Watch, uh, mm. watch Battle of the Super Sons. Like they're giving you this shit in other parts. It's not just movies, motherfucker. You worked in TV, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <laughs> you just called James Cameron a bitch. Yeah, probably, you know, <laughs> and a wife beater. Like, yeah. Well, there you go. Didn't he beat the chick that made Hurt Locker? Listen. I, I don't know. I'm asking. I wasn't I'm, asking. I'm not putting it out there. I'm asking. No, no. I'm saying, I, like, I'm just telling you, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe. Yeah. Probably. So, uh, either maybe. way, um, but yeah, and that, that's like, they, they gave a good amount to that, like, just the, the, the father-son relationship. And it's not like it took a long time. It's, I don't even know how long this movie is, but it felt like a good, like, that was a good third of it. In, in in a good way, you know. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the movie. I think the movie is uh, like eighty minutes. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was like a good twenty easily of, of that. Like just j- mm-hmm. little 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 Jonathan Kent, like being a kid, and even how he finds his powers, like is better than how <laughs> Superman and Lois did it. Like it just mm-hmm. played with the story just well and i guess that's the beauty of making a movie over a show that's mm-hmm. you're supposed to try to get renewed next season you're supposed to try to last after your third episode in ratings so you know right. I, I guess that's that's the benefit of it but yeah it, this this whole movie made me hate my father more <laughs> <laughs> it's like man, I, larry I, I you probably feel similar like i'm like this motherfucker movie in the world and he's like you know, I'm saving the world, and this little motherfucker like is mad at me, and he's like, I can't tell him that I'm mad. I gotta have that conversation with him, and even the way they have the conversation just works out so beautifully. It's like I haven't, I tr- you know, and it's a thing. Like for me, it's it hits different because my dad has something that he passed down to me. You know, it's a wrath, it's a rage, it's a bipolar disorder or some bullshit, whatever the fuck he has, because he don't want to talk to me about it. And I told mm-hmm. him that, look, there's shit in my brain that I, I think I need to know from you. Like, what did you feel at what age? Like, when did you start feeling this shit? You know? And then he's like, oh, uh, father, what, what drugs did you take? That like, no, no, fathers and sons shouldn't talk about these things. I'm like, what the fuck are you good for then? Like, you weren't here my whole fucking life. And now I'm almost 40. You won't talk to me about this shit? Well, go fuck yourself. You know? And it's like, the Superman's over here is like, 
I'm Superman. <laughs> you know, I wish that was a problem. Like, oh, my dad's Superman. That's why, you know, but no, no, he's just a fuck up and he can't even express to me. Like, you know, you're probably going to be a fuck up too. You, you got to look out for this shit. You know, <laughs> he wouldn't do that for me. Like, it's like literally, like, it's like my dad wanted me to be a villain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, I don't disagree well, with five you. out of five Maybe. for Battle of the Super Sun. <laughs> Much of what you said just there. <laughs> uh as again, you know, you're 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 our DC aficionado. How'd you feel about Battle of the Super Sons? As much as I, I, I like the uh the cast, mm-hmm. that voice coming out of Clark Kent just like Yeah didn't doesn't work. Right. When he's Superman, oh. yeah. Dude, but, I had the exact same thought, and I'm like, it's so weird because it works really good for Superman, but Clark Kent, it's weird. It's crazy for, to hear you say that, considering how big of a critter you are. But yeah, no, I, I agree. How how big of a what a critter? Yeah, <laughs> Clark What's Kent and Lois Lane were were What's two two people from Critical Role. Oh, I'm sitting here like I like like as you can tell, I was sitting here like, why did you call me a critter? <laughs> it was like I, that, you know, you know, I don't mess with Critical Role like that. Like I was like, no, but no, I did, I did but not. Lois know. Lane is like an award-winning actress, so yeah, yeah, no, she she's phenomenal. Lois was great, uh, but the kids, um, I, overall, I liked. There's a few things that that bugged me, like um, how cocky Damien was when he should be more brooding, but then that that only lasts like a few seconds, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Dude has some epic hair like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His hair was like, just, yeah, two feet taller. Yeah, like, I don't and, even know. And, yeah. I, I think the cockiness also was part of like him. Uh, what should we call it? Um, overcompensating. Oh, yeah, like you, it's, it's almost like a vulnerable side to him that you don't see in a lot of things where you see Damien, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just yeah. like, like when he's. When he's having that conversation, yeah, it's a lot of hair. When he's having that conversation <laughs> with, uh, with the Teen Titans, like, oh, yeah. right, so what are we gonna do now? You know, like when they reject him and he he goes into that, oh, I didn't really care anyway mode. That made sense right. but up until that point. Like, there's there's a certain cockiness that bugged me a little bit, but it doesn't last too long. And he's supposed to be a kid, so. Right. I, I, guess, well, I love that he's a kid, but then he tells Jonathan Kent, like, I've killed more people than you will ever meet. <laughs> like, right. That actual, like, Damien, like, yeah. Crazy. yeah. And that's yeah. part of what I love here because I've read, you know, this Super Sun stuff a little bit sporadically, uh, if I can use that word here. Um, but part of it was like, Back in like 2006 or so, where um, when I, I think it was Grant Morrison that introduced Jonathan Kent originally, and in one of these action comics where he he, he takes him to meet Batman for the first time, and that's mm-hmm. what this and that's what this uh, movie felt like. Mm-hmm. And even that, that scene felt just like that, and I was like, man, mm-hmm. like it, this this movie feels like it took what I wanted from the comics I've read with these two characters. Mm-hmm. And it's not a lot, but it's a few. Right. And the this, bad this line, like <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> this movie mm-hmm. definitely made me think about what a mistake it was 
for DC to age up. I think it was Tom Taylor to age up uh, Jonathan like they did because they could have got a good decade of stories with with him and Damien. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they try to do the uh, the rehash of what Clark Kent got with the uh, going to the future and being part of the Legion. And mm-hmm. they age them up and try to make him try to tell stories of a more adult, young. So it, it's just it, it's a weird thing. Like they, I think little kid Superman had a lot more potential. You know, we we have a Superman, we have a Superboy that's practically an adult at this point. Why okay. not have a little kid Superman dealing with like a little Damian Wayne that's crazy? Little kid shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't maybe the books didn't sell because it was a Super Sons book. And I know it was canceled like a couple years ago. So I don't mm-hmm. maybe maybe it just wasn't selling, and that's when they decided to age him up to see what they could do. I don't know. I just think there's a lot more potential when young Jonathan than old ass Jonathan we got now. I, I did like the Super so, Sons dynamic in the comics. It was so that old ass Jonathan, the bisexual one, that's that's the same dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they aged him up. They, yeah, time travel and all that. I mean, he's still. I mean, he's still relatively young. He's like maybe in his like late teens, right? Like twenty. Yeah, or think, maybe twenty. Yeah, I think he's at least old enough to drink because he's. For a while, he took on the Superman moniker. Like he was the Superman. Right. He might, he might be in this Dark Crisis. I haven't got a chance to read that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is, but. Yeah. yeah, like the the Superman, either Superman book or Action Comics, one of those, if not both, were Jonathan Kent for a while. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you there. I, I think, yeah, and who knows? Maybe he, maybe he is twenty one. I don't know, but I know that he's not. He's definitely uh, not that old. However, he is not Damien's age. And you're and right. You, like, yeah, Damien, Damien and and Jonathan Kent was was an awesome combo. You lose a lot of that Superman as a dad. Stuff that you know, guys like Mo like. Hell, I, that's one of my favorite things about uh, uh Superman and Lois is that mm-hmm. that that family dynamic, and you lose all that when you age him up. Well, but he's still Superman's son. Yeah, yeah, but he they skipped over like some really the guidance, you know, the 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 teaching. Like because like his first owner, he was with the Legion, looking yeah. at Saturn Girl. You yeah, know? like you, you miss everybody him. gets a yeah, everybody gets a boner with Saturn Girl. I don't know what it is. Like, like, look, he's looking at her like I don't know what's happening down there. You know, I read that book. I was reading Legion back then. Okay. So, how, going back, how did y'all feel about uh, the art style for Battle of the Super Sons? It's good. No, everyone talk at once. Like, <laughs> like it, it kind of did like the whole kind of two D, three D kind of thing going yeah, on. For some reason, I, it was a little weird at first, but it, you know, within two three minutes, I was, you know, adjusted to it or something. Like, it, it was okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a whole other essay about it too, relating it to my dad. That's why I didn't want to jump in. But your dad, um, the animator? Yeah, <laughs> he's the animator. Yeah. No, um, but that that's why initially I took that screenshot that I shared with you guys. Um, how do I add it back? Are you talking about? Oh, you're trying to add the thing back to the to the yeah, show. Oh, this, yeah, yeah. So like that, like the art style there, like it, it's the design 
is good. The art style is good. This this it, this is like the, I think their first fully CG animated feature, and mm-hmm. it, it shows like it's just it works a lot really well. Like the frame rate's good. Like I watched it in 720p. That's some DVD bullshit from like 2006, and it still looked amazing. <laughs> you know, and um. And, and, and you know, I've been critical of their la- last like five movies because, like, dude, we have these, um, you know, these game consoles force us to get these higher TVs. Like, right. it's mad choppy, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not like I, I still like it's supposed to be a 4K compatible, but you're not animating it in that style, <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like, and, and it's mad choppy. Like, you're rendering your final product at like 30 frames per second on like a fucking. 120 refresh rate some bullshit on TV you know like I, I so it just looks terrible and, and this one's the first one that actually looked good but from a yeah. design point like you know they went that style with Damien with the hair like that which I love I love that fucking mm-hmm. hair but then the eyes too like the 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 jawline looks different between uh they did a really good dichotomy between Damien and uh uh and Jonathan and I yeah. really like that that design that intricate like not just that they animate it well but they made it look well as a still like mm-hmm. any any pose they did together looked like a comic book cover to me and mm-hmm. it was just like perfect like I I just love the whole design the the animation everything the color palette like look good like when they're in dark spaces, everything looks good. The light sources look good. I, I, it's just, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just got an AI to render everything for them, you know? <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I wouldn't even fault them. Like, fuck, if, if they can do five of these over the course of two years uh, mm-hmm. with an AI doing it, I'm in. Right, right. No, I, I will say I liked it myself, the art style as well. Um, it, and I do feel like I did have that experience where when I, when it first came on, I was like, oh, like, I, didn't, I didn't know. I guess I hadn't seen any previews or anything. I didn't know it was going to be like 3D. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I was just like, oh, it's technically uh, okay. Or CG. CG. I'm sorry. Yeah, CGI. Huh? Yeah. 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 But- like CG. I didn't know it was going to be CG. And yeah. so I was just like, oh, like, I, like, okay. And, you know, it, it was a moment like, you know, while we're on Krypton. I'm just like, huh, okay. You know, but I was like, after that, like, initial, like, 60 seconds or so, I was just like, okay, cool. Like, no, this works. Because, like, the, the like, it does a great job with the, the way they do the shading and all that kind of stuff and how, what they decide to give depth to and what they choose not to. Like, I thought it was some cool choices. Uh, also, too, I love the fact how they did the, the basically, like, Superman origin montage into yeah. the Damien birth and all that kind of stuff where, you know, they're just like, hey, give you kind of the the big beats. And, you yeah. know, you, you understood, everybody understood what was going on and, and how they made that look like its own kind of comic print kind of old school kind of thing going on with it. I'm like, oh, that's that's a nice contrast, especially coming out of the CG. So, But the transition, cool. transition in and out of it was still kind of seamless, which felt yeah. like it, it felt like that those credits were like part of the movie. Like you can't, if that's on Netflix, you can't hit skip credits. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you gotta. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oz, how'd you like the story? 
It was good. Uh, I don't know how I feel about. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it being Starro, and the whole like, like coming out of the mouth thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that being a Starro thing. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's normally how it goes. But it's about the Toro Starro. But you know, you gotta you gotta find a way to take both Superman and Batman out of it to to give the sons a chance to shine. So I get that. And I think the way they they come into into the uh the situation, like the, the way they approach it, especially the, the way these two guys these two kids are different, you know, Damien like already trying to figure it out and trying to like, hey, this is what we need to do. And Jonathan, who just barely found out his dad is Superman, is like, mm-hmm. "What the hell are you talking about? What are we? What's going on? I, I don't know what's happening. Right. Aliens, what? You know, I, I, right? It, it it was well done. I think is mm-hmm. probably the best way to say it. It's it's just well done. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna say, man, Mo? Oh, uh, I just, the story itself was I I loved it like. The Starro coming into the mouth thing is different, but I don't mind it. Like I like I said, I've been watching Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. There's a lot of tentacle monsters coming out of it's very Lovecraftian. So, and Starro to me is like where superhero books get Lovecraftian, you know? Right. Um, so that that's I love that. Um I wish they would have done that in, in James Gunn's Suicide Squad. But um <laughs> But yeah, the story itself, like yeah, the the you know the more seasoned Damien versus the rookie Jonathan Kent work, um, his little affinity or, or appreciation of Batman too, like was a cool mm-hmm. take. Added for cool moments where he's like, "Is he always this rough?" It's like, no, he's actually taking it easy. Like, I I love that and that origin that that Krypton scene was very like Grant Morrison-y, like very old school but new at the same time like they captured yeah. that really well i don't know if they were actually capturing something from a grant morrison run or anything but it just felt like a grant morrison heavy influence the, the whole thing felt very grant morrison i know he didn't like his batman ink stuff was used a little bit here but very like limited it wasn't like they based it on a story you right. know um but and then some of the new fifty two stuff too, or, or I don't I don't even know if you call it that, but definitely like it felt like I would read like remember that old Superman Batman book <laughs> they had where you yeah. know like Jeff Love and Jeff McGinnis like I would feel like this would be a good chapter of one of those because that mm-hmm. was a really good series where every you know every now and then you'll just have a a Batgirl and Supergirl you know and right this would be the next chapter of that like it just fit it felt and i liked it and i haven't really liked damien a lot in animated stuff too much mm. sometimes it's the voice that throws me off and, and this one just worked perfect like because it showed yeah. a little cockiness but the little vulnerability too um and it yeah it just it all it all worked for me i think this is my favorite dc animated thing ever like Wow! Really? Ever? Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh I, wow! Yeah. That's high praise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, I I will say that. I mean, I I had a blast watching it, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I will say that you know I was a little shocked to see Starro, 
just because I feel I, I don't know. I feel like we've been used, they've been using Starro a lot lately, but you know that could just be me, like between reading comics and you know, like I mean, because realistically, multimedia wise, the only other Starro appearance we've had lately is really the the Suicide Squad joint, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, but I don't know. Um, but the fact of the matter is, it's like Starro is an effective way to get get a lot of people off the board so you can focus on who you want to focus on and and that's why star gets used like that often <laughs> in <laughs> in those kinds of stories you know what i mean so uh yeah. but it was it was uh a cool story to tell it switched things up here and there in ways that you know like even like a scene that i was like oh wow that's an interesting thing like where <laughs> where it didn't have to go down like this, but it, it was interesting that it did, where there's a point where Damien just goes to Jonathan Kent's school to go get him. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes just goes to the school. And it's like, you know, that is a scene where I'm like, man, like I don't you don't see that that often. Like normally yeah. it would be like and even especially like the way it went down, where it's like, even if you do go to his school, you know, a lot of the time it would be a thing where they'd be like, okay, well let me take my costume off, let me you know, try to blend in and sneak to find where he is and then be like, hey, I need you, Shay, come here. You know, like to like play the, the school role, you know, so you don't stand out. And Damien does not do that. In true Damien fashion, Damien lands the jet in front of the school, basically, and walks into the joint and is like, where is Kent? <laughs> Let me find this kid real quick so we can beat it. You know, <laughs> I don't know time to mess around. And even just how that whole thing kind of all the different moments inside of that school are all cool moments, whether you're talking about the bully or whether you're talking about with Lois, you know, even the conversation he's having with the principal was interesting. So I'm just like, oh, wow, like, you know, this is this is kind of cool. Like, they, they're doing their own thing in this movie along with hitting all the classic moments. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I One of the story elements I really liked was the journalism aspect. Like, yeah, you know, it, w journalism is something that in this country and society we take for granted, and how powerful it can be, how important it is to keep it neutral, to keep it informative, and we we've kind of lost our way. And this movie kind of reminds us a little bit, like if not us, the kids watching it, uh, a little bit, like you know, maybe you might want to go into journalism a little bit, you know, yeah, at least right. just to know what to you know build up your bullshit meter, you know. Um, right, but yeah, and, and that's kind of like those little tricks is kind of kind of how Jonathan found his footing, and, and I love right. that like, he found it not from the superpowers, but from the lessons taught by his parents, and mm -hmm. uh, that, that's that's a good, that's, yeah, it's a good, it's a really good story element that I love that pushes yeah. it to a six. <laughs> yeah, there it is. You know what? Another thing that uh, I didn't like about this that I was like, huh? Like, and, and, you know, it's not like in a huge, nothing huge, because like it, it's it falls right into that same category where Oz was like, the voice does not work for Clark Kent, which I, I agree. Like I was like, wow, like that's not what Clark Kent sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> but it worked well for Superman. But the other part, or that was like, what a weird choice. Is I'm like, what is up with Clark Kent's pants? Like Clark Kent's pants 
are tighter than Lois's pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's weird. And I'm like, I get it. I know that that's a style kind of thing where, you know, like, guys wear tighter pants these days. Well, he's so huge. Like, his, you know, the kid's, what, 12, 11? Like, and he's, like, at his waist. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, listen, Superman's supposed to be big, and I'm not, yeah. I have no problem with like, And, and of course, like, the, the character design of this Superman, he's very top-heavy, too. So he has, like, a, a barrel, a giant barrel chest, and, you know, like, little, like, smaller legs. Yeah. Which is okay. Like that that's not a bad Superman we design. But what I'm saying Say what? You all skip leg day. It's it's fine. Right, right. I'm not mad at this design. I'm just like, why is it that Lois pants look like they're a little loose <laughs> and Clark's are like painted on? I'm like, what is happening? Like this is weird. Like it's like I, I'm not sure. I, I feel like Clark Kent's pants might be tighter than his Superman's pants. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, this will wear his underwear on the outside of Superman. But guess what? Clark Kent's the one that we can see everything. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, man. This fool had the baseball game. I had to look away. I don't know if you can see all that, man. This fool's on a bleacher. It's a nice <laughs> So I need to put a little, a little piece of cloth over his lap <laughs> for, you know, a little bit of, show a little bit of humility. <laughs> But yeah, that was a weird thing to me too. I was like, huh, that's strange. But but that's um, probably like this is how far I have to go to to find negatives to see say about this movie. <laughs> one of the things like I, some people might see this as a negative. I've seen it in other media is the race swapping of Jimmy Olsen. But Oh the, yeah. But like this is where like this is where I don't give a fuck about race swapping. I always say, like, you know, at first, you know, sometimes race swapping can turn me off. But when the characterization is right, like this is yeah, the best yeah. Jimmy Olsen we've seen, best black Jimmy oh, Olsen oh, we've oh. seen ever. And I, I got a little <laughs> picture of him so you can see yeah, how he did it. But Jimmy Olsen <laughs> and Supergirl was like way too smooth. Like he's not Jimmy yeah. Olsen. He's yeah. James no, Olsen. This, he's James Olsen this, the third. This, this characterization of Jimmy Olsen is like all the best parts of Jimmy Olsen put together, where you're like, Okay, this fool's a little geeky, and he's but he's eager and and capable. But I'm yeah. like, like it's Black Jimmy Olsen, but this fool still got his freckles. Yeah, he got the bow tie jumping yeah. off. I'm like, I'm not mad at that Jimmy. Like, it's funny because they they did modern Lois, modern Superman, and then did like a throwback a uh, Jimmy yeah. Olsen, but yeah. but he's black. <laughs> yeah, but it just worked. Like it wasn't like he was super throwback in his dialogue no. or anything. But he just just throwback like, enough. It's just the characterization was right. Like that's what Jimmy Olsen right. acts, you know, like Superman's pal. Mm -hmm. Like I can see why they they couldn't get to him because Superman probably gave him a little contingency. It's like in case, you know, in case I don't have kids and Starro gets everybody, like I need you to like <laughs> you know. Cause that's, Hold that's down happened. the office. That's what happened, like where you know, when the new gods came, right? Like that's when uh, Jimmy Olsen like stepped up against the new gods. You know, <laughs> it, was it uh that, that's the origin, right? So, and Superman was it Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, like 12 or some shit? <laughs> and that's how it is. It's like he's the only one that has like some kind of pr weird protection because it's like Superman, I, like that's his liaison to the world, you know? Mm hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, but no, you're right. Like Jimmy Olsen was cool. So, and that, actually, let's another, read this back. That's another point. Like, if, if, if this movie was a fucking. 
an ongoing setting card and snap, like we'd win the whole board, man. <laughs> there it is. Oz is like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. <laughs> Oz, what, what would you rate Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons? Uh, four and a half. Is it streaming yet? We had a, no. a DVD copy. Yeah, uh, no. Definitely, definitely worth watching. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's good. Well, well acted. We we each had like little complaints about it, but we're getting nitpicky. I had no complaints. Well, Lawrence is complaining. <laughs> because, but Most Lawrence, like, don't put me in that category. <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence over there complaining. He know he can tell Clark Kent is Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> so we all have our nit- nitpicks, but it's it's good. It's fun. Definitely go watch it. Yeah. This was like seven out of five. Like you should buy it. <laughs> like I will buy the Blu-ray. Like I just want to have it there. Like I know, you know, if uh, I'm ever uh, on the, my deathbed, I'm like, okay, that's on my shelf. I'm good. You know, I can go. So yeah, there definitely. It like seven out it, of five. It's, must buy. It, it's you know, it's better than some comics. <laughs> yeah. Look, and you like it's high praise, and it's it, it is completely true. I, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna tell Oz like before he left that like because I'll wait till he gets back because he should okay be- yeah there you go there you go I I'm I'm just gonna rate it five out of five I enjoyed it thoroughly it's it's really good and uh, yeah if you like uh dc stuff especially if you like damian wayne and and jonathan kent you should mess with this i love starro period so like i i really like enjoy mm-hmm. a star and this version of star was was interesting like yeah. you know it's like yeah the i liked i liked it they went mcu and connected it to the origin <laughs> right exactly that that was a weird thing because i was just like ah, you know like it doesn't have to be that but okay let it be that but, you know for the movie yeah. person, it worked and it wasn't super it wasn't as hard as they did it like it wasn't as far reach as mcu does it <laughs> yeah right right yeah so yeah. pardon me i'm sorry jesus oh. man golly oh. It's like all this comic booking. No, no, <laughs> like sorry, I'm um, keeping from something more important, Larry. No, no, man. Listen, not a, not at all, not at all. I just like that's my bad. I got up, I got up early today. Yeah, so man. I told you I couldn't sleep. I kept playing that Thanos snap card in my brain, like every hour on the hour. In my, in my yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's too funny. Yeah, look, I guess like, we gotta wait for Oz to come back before we mess around and uh, start talking about this mm-hmm. Batman Gotham Knights. Yeah, or at least we should wait, you know. But I mean, I guess we could start because, uh, well, look, I can ask you a question because I did leave you some homework last time we did a show and you were supposed to do oh. it as part of our horror uh month thing. Oh um, man, what was it? I, I hope I did it. You were supposed to watch Man Thing on, on uh, on Tubi. I did not watch Man Thing. Yeah, see, you fucked up, Larry. You let us down. All right, Oz is here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll look. I'll watch it so I can I can complete my assignment next week. What is Lawrence not watch? Man Man Thing Thing on Tubi. Written by Steve Gerber. 
Like we gave you all of last last week off just to watch it. I didn't even know. Like I ever, I forgot. I didn't. The baby food guys movie. I didn't realize. I don't know what Wait, that what? Means, so what? Yeah, I don't. I don't either. It's Gerber. Oh, Stephen. No, Steve, you know who Stephen Gerber is, Larry? The baby food guy. No, he's the guy that wrote the giant size man thing, Howard the Duck, like books. Like when they were doing the one side was man thing, one side was a Howard the Duck, and the baby food. Yeah, that too. But that's not what he wants to be. <laughs> no, okay. Let's do this. Uh, Batman, Gotham Knights. Uh. Friggin' Gilded City. Woo! Comic book review. Comic book like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. I like that. Okay. Uh, again, Batman, Gotham Knights, Gilded City. Uh, Oz, you want to tell us about this book? It's a prequel to the game, Gotham Knights. Yeah. The end. Bat- Batman's alive. Batman's well, alive in this book. So, yeah, like, it's a prequel to the game, but, like, how many of these books do I got to read to be a prequel to the game? Like, It's a it's a six-part thing. Okay. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of parts. That's too many, yeah. And, look, nothing I read in the first issue had anything to do with the game other than <laughs> you only get like half the Gotham Knights, and I hate the cover. Yeah, I don't even know who that villain is supposed to be in that cover. It's the hero. From, it's the hero from the the flashback thing. Yeah, like Oz, then, Oz look, is not acknowledging that. Don't run be, away. Uh, it is. It is the worst art Greg Capullo's ever done. Yeah, it's pretty. It it like I was shocked when I saw that it was him on the cover. Cause like I mean, and here's the thing: like it's called Gotham Knights. Like Gotham Knights number one, original Gotham Knights number one has the best cover ever, I think. And oh, jeez, uh, I'll see if I, I can pull it up. Yeah, like I was looking for it earlier, but I couldn't find a good res copy. But it, it's just one of those things. Like that cover is just so good that. This fucking this cover, like if you're trying to sell Gotham Knights, a whole other Gotham Knights title, at the very least, get someone like me that's not playing the game and want to buy it. That just cover just doesn't look that great. Oh, um, man, look, because this game's out, you can't get anything. I know you got to put like number one Gotham Knights anymore, huh? Yeah, like Jeez. Gotham Knights. Uh, Dave Johnson, he drew the cover. Okay. Yeah. But it's one of those things where, like, yeah, I, you know, I know, I get it's a game tie-in, but it's not like, is it like, like, yeah, I, I don't know who that guy from the Cowboy Times is. Like, yeah, he's, he's not, not in the game, game as far as I know. Yeah, um, not, not as far as I know. Okay, how far are you into the game? Because I know, like, I mean, we wanted to talk about the game, but I don't have a, a next-gen system, so probably a, a probably a quarter of the way. And there's um, no kind of story or allusion to like. Yeah, well, I guess because Lawrence is is looking stuff up, I can talk about the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
being a superhero is boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? No, like um, it, it's kind of like uh the, the in the Spider Man game, you know how you you can free roam around the city and stop crimes and stuff. Well, if you do it long enough, it, it starts getting repetitive because you can only like have so many crimes. You get this in this game a lot earlier because wow. every crime you go into is just drop down, beat up the, the thugs, and you're done. And so you do that a few times, which you have to do because beating up these thugs or interrogating them, you get information for pre-planned crimes coming up that you, that, that you the, the, well, you don't really do anything. You are they game? Are they gameplay hints, or are they just like allusions to something or foreshadowing? Yeah. Something? What happens is you beat someone up, or you interrogate them, and uh, little magnifying glasses, like you, you collect them, and it, it fills up a bar, and you know the bar fills up to like twelve, and so when you get back to to the belfry then it loads that into the computer and the next day when you go out there's all these premeditated crimes that now show up that you can go stop premeditated it's not so like it's not like you have to solve anything it's just the more yeah. clues you you get from beating up thugs the the more premeditated crimes you can stop the next day and you have oh. to stop a certain amount to to progress your character in certain ways but not story right there are there is a story and there are like uh side stories like there's uh there there's a story going on with with mr freeze that you don't have to do uh but you can i think at some point i saw there's a story with uh clayface there's a thing with with harley so there are these stories that kind of relate to the main story. The, the main story is you're trying to to finish what the last case Batman was working on. You know, you you got his clues, and you're out there trying to figure out what he was looking into. And that's that's the main plot, and you can just advance that story, but you, <laughs> to really advance your character, you gotta do all these minor crimes and. And all that, and it's just like I was saying earlier. Like you run into a crime, you show up, you beat up some thugs, you're done. You do that a lot, and then you get to the story, which is go to Star Labs, go to these rooms, beat up some thugs. You know, and the and the mm -hmm. fighting doesn't feel as good as like Arkham City. It's close, but I wouldn't say it's as good. Um. Each character does feel different. Like honestly, I, the the thought that I had when I was going back and forth with the characters is, you could reskin this as a Ninja Turtle game and it would work. Because, really? Yeah, because like Red Hood is just like a huge brawler dude. Um, Nightwing is is more athletic, obviously. Batgirl is surprisingly uh, a lot more like. Like the Arkham City Batman. Okay. Like the, the characters do feel different in the way they they fight. Yeah. Um. It's just yeah. Do you think as a multiplayer experience it would be better? I think it probably would for a little bit. I don't know if it's something I'd want to play. All. I it, it. 
every crime you you fight, it's beats beat up some thugs. You know that that that's all it is. Show up, fight. It, it's like it's like a like a side scrolling beat 'em up, but in a three D world. Okay. Now wow. it feels it feels good traversing the city. Like Gotham looks great. Um, there's one point with uh, with Nightwing that I got like a little glider, so I can just fly around. And dude, the city looks amazing. But uh, I mean, it it's weird though because it's not like I mean, there's been a fair amount of these Batman games at this point, and I I hear you saying that it's not like the fighting and stuff is bad, but it's like the I don't feel like the people felt in either Arkham City or in Arkham Asylum that the fighting was repetitive. But it does feel that way in this one. It's just Yeah, and and it's what's just the difference you think? And, and occasionally dodge. Dodge attack attack. I mean there's there's uh two attack buttons. One uh melee and one range. Does that mean though that there's not enough going on from a combination perspective as far as with the fighting or is it something about the pacing where like they're not adding enough stuff in between the fights for it to feel like okay oh, you know this there, isn't there just are me technically combos but not really okay. um, and the, the character is like nightwing his range attack is is a dart that shoots out of his hand out of out of his gauntlets or whatever and it's it, it feels weird because when you hit the button to do the range attack, it's like he stops, aims his arm, and shoots. And whereas, uh, like in Arkham City, you had batarangs, and you could be throwing a punch. You hit the button, and he throws a batarang at another dude, and mm -hmm. it felt fluid. And you don't right. get that with it. Now you kind of get that with like Red Hood because his range is, is his guns. Right. So you know you. You'll you'll do a melee melee attack and then hit the range button and he'll like shoot a guy over there, so it just depends on the character you're, you're using, how it feels. Uh, but it's not, I think it's not as good as the Arkham games as far as the fighting, and then you do it a lot, a lot. Apparently, crime never stops in Gotham. <laughs> it just it just it just keeps going, and then it also bugs me that. It's it's a lot like an MMO where you pick up better and better gear, but the uh the thugs also level up, so it never feels like you're actually advancing. Right. But the way you fought them when you were first level is exactly mm -hmm. the same as when you're tenth, twelfth level. Yeah, that's no good. Unless you don't upgrade your gear and then upgrading your gear, like the, the menu doesn't even give you like that much info. It's just like a number assigned to a different suit mm -hmm. and you just put the suit on and that that it's upgraded so it's your weapons too they, they might do like a, a couple little things like okay the this start does a little bit of fire damage or something like that but it's right. not anything like it, it doesn't feel like you're gaining new equipment it just mm -hmm. feels like you're a little bit stronger but so are the bad guys so there's really no difference have you gotten the chance to fight any supervillains yet? Mm, no. I mean, I've run into Mr. Freeze and Harley, mm -hmm. 
but I really was just taking out their thugs. Yeah. And have you seen any allusions to the Court of Owls yet? Not yet. Okay. But, I know you said you're pretty early on. So. Yeah, and um, but I have talked to other people that have played it, and the Court of Owls ends up not being like the League of Shadows is a bigger deal, which makes sense based on how it begins, because it, it opens Ooh. up great. Like there's a, a a great scene of how Batman dies, mm. and you see that, and it's like, I mean, if he's got to go, that's that's the way to go. Well, it, mm-hmm. originally, then he gets to a point where he's making stupid decisions that make no sense. Mm. But the game has to happen. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's a Batman game with a League of Shadows and Lazarus Pit. So is he really dead? Yeah, that's fair. Huh. <laughs> OK, well, listen, I I did end up finding uh, the stuff that the covers that we were looking for so just so you all can see from audience wise so this is the cover of the book that we're about to talk about here and yeah this is greg capullo but yeah like moses said you wouldn't know it by looking at it i was just like huh okay and then uh in regards to the uh Cover that Mo was talking about with the original. It it, it looks like this, and I'm not. I can't say that uh, Mo was wrong. Like, like this has a pretty epic cover. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I look. I remember I sold that book for about fifty bucks. Really? Yeah. Because um, the backup story was black and white, Batman black and white, and it was the first ever Jeff Loeb, Jim Lee Batman story. Oh, wow. And But we didn't know that until that Batman 608. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh-huh. people didn't know that until, you know, I had the book because it's like, it's a Batman book that doesn't really focus on Batman. It's on the Gotham Knights, like all the Bat family. And you would have an arc for each one, and it was just, it is such a good book. Like I think that would be a great show, like uh, kind of like how American Horror Story would be, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like anthology. Like each episode have mm-hmm. it be a different Bat Family guy. You can do an overarching story if you want, and just their perspective. In right. Each but uh, you know I, why they haven't picked that up yet? Like I don't know. It seems mm-hmm. like you see, like the way that TV's done now. It, it seems like it could be done easily. Right. Right. So this book, um, like, are, are, like I, I, this is going to sound like a crazy question, but are we sure this ties into the game? Uh, well, from what Oz talked about the game and about the book, he says no. Like, you, you can't see it. Like visually, the design's the same. Uh, for for Batman and uh, Batgirl too, probably Robin. Like I, I, the only thing that I saw where I was like, oh yeah, I guess it is the game because when they start, when I saw those motorcycles, I was like, okay, yeah, that's what those motorcycles look like in the game. Yeah, but I was like, technically, 
they could have pulled that design from something else for all I know. Right? <laughs> like the, Young Justice season one. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But I was just like, man, like, because don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that your comic tie-in book has to tie in directly into the game right from the beginning of you know the series necessarily. But like I guess when I think about this, like I mean the, the closest thing I have as a comparison is Injustice. And you know, the first issue of Injustice, like I feel like you know from that first issue that okay, yeah, this is definitely the book that ties into the story in that game. Like you're gonna get there even though it doesn't start necessarily where the game starts story-wise. But, but yeah, this, I was just like, huh. And then we have the whole runaway aspect, the, the character from Gotham in the 1800s, and I'm just like, huh. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I guess, like, I know that there's supposed to be, like, a history kind of aspect to this Gotham game, which I thought was because of the Court of Owls, but you know, now who knows? I don't know. Like, I was just cast a little bit of doubt on that. I know, so, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, but I think it's just the costumes. <laughs> like, Robin's got that weird-ass tunic that looks stupid that I'm glad he can change right away. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's just visually it's a tie-in. I don't know who okay. Runaway is. Like he's not in the game. Yeah, I'm sure it's a new character, and you can't say, "Look, who knows? Maybe Runaway shows up later in the game. Who knows?" <laughs> I doubt it, though. <laughs> I, it like, one I of like... Like, weird uh, Final Fantasy VIII like the side game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing so. I can think of, and I mean, this is issue one of six. Yeah. If whatever is making people crazy in this book is related to to league of shadows and something Roz is trying to do because that's that ties that would tie into the opening of the gotham knights game okay but i mean do you really think six issues is what you need i was shocked that it was six issues when when i saw it i thought it was you know just one because that's what I'm used to. The the, the yeah. prequel is, is one, maybe a little oversized. Um, but then I yeah, you look at the cover, it says one of six, and then you read it and like, well, yeah, you like you don't need six. Uh, maybe they'll get to, to the prequel part of the game. Well, it's not the thing is it's six, but it's the quad like like let's forget about the game for a second. Right. Like as a comic, like you know, how do you feel about this book? As a comic, it's yeah. it's interesting. Like I want to know what's happening in the present day. Um, <laughs> the the runaway story is interesting too. I want to know more about that character. But yeah. I mean, I, I like I don't know how runaway ties into the game, but well, that yeah, I'm just talking about the comic though. Yeah, yeah, no, but. Uh, what I'm saying is, like, that story could have just been told, like, that could have had a DC Black label book with that story done really, really well. Just the runaway? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that's that's what I'm saying. I want to know more about this runaway character and, and what's happening there. But 
yeah, the, you have to look at it as just a book at that point. Yeah. But it's not sold as just a book. It's sold as a prequel to the game. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how it's advertised. So that's what I, think, I expect. For me, if I would have bought it as just, okay, this is the book, the Gotham Knights title, which I, as you know, like, I'm on the, like, that hit something in me to, to buy it. Mm-hmm. I'd be real disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not, it I didn't just, pay I, off, like... The structure of the story is not good. the The art is adequate, and the comic itself is adequate, but it's not like anything. You know, I, I've been telling people like, you know, DC has been on some good stuff. Like, even their bad stuff is still pretty. They're still hitting the mark a little bit, you know. But nah, man, this this book's like. Ew. I feel the art is subpar. Yeah. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong; it's not like. I would be long. I would be wrong to tell you it's terrible. You know what this art reminds me of? Like I look at this art and it's like it makes me feel like it's somebody that could draw better and that and chooses not to. It's it's look. It's very indicative of what we saw. You're right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's very indicative of what you see on the cover, where it's like you look and you're like, okay, yeah. I mean, that's cool, but this Capullo, right? So it's like that's not Capullo caliber art, and I don't know the artist inside the book. But I just feel like they can do, huh? Especially now that they've been teasing that Spawn Batman stuff, and Capullo's doing those covers. Like they're, they're yeah. on, on social media, you're getting blasted with these, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's this is Capullo too. Like, yeah, it just feels like the the interior art could have been better. And then from a, a story perspective, it's like I don't feel like the story, like the the concepts in the stories are good concepts. They just don't feel like they're executed well. And that's like, and especially when you're like six six issues, I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna read six issues of this. Like, w- from what I've read so far, I'm like, there's nothing that I've seen so far from a setup perspective or anything that makes me feel like, oh man, we're going on a ride. Like, like I feel like whatever you're doing, based on issue one, you can wrap that up by issue three. It it also <laughs> doesn't help that you you get that cover, and then you open it and you got the Silvestri book. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, well, wait, wait a minute, what's this? I want to read this. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Like for a moment, I thought that was the Capullo part. I did. No, no, I I was in the same thing, and but they put yeah. Max Wall Street right there. Yeah, right there. yeah. It, it's so crazy. Um, how they did that, and even like, yeah, I I, I just I can't see myself like. I, I mean, maybe as like. A DLC motion comic for if you bought the game, like maybe they could mm-hmm. give you this, but it definitely doesn't mm-hmm. feel like something they would want me. Like I can see myself like waiting for the trade paperback for this. Wow, that's a that's your book is seven issues on Black Label. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, gonna be yeah, cool. I think that says it all. Let, let, let's rate this. Bad boy. <laughs> We're more excited about the Sylvester book that they. Yeah, yeah no, by, by far, by far, and it's like it's like messing around and and putting like we really good food. We only really went this long because you talked about the game too. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Like, but it, it's like messing around and having a, a a subpar plate of food put in front of you, and then you look over to your neighbor and they have like friggin' culinary delight and you're just like yeah. wait a minute like like you know that's how it feels when you turn that page and you see that Sylvester and you're like what is this and like oh that's not for you 
<laughs> oh, okay. Here's here's your here's what you're eating today. <laughs> oh, oh, this is, oh, okay. So let's get out of here. <laughs> like, what would you rate this, Moses? Ah, uh, this is like a two. Like, yeah. That little, that 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 uh runaway story, like that was way more interesting. Like I would rather read that. And I felt I've read that in uh Vertigo back in the day by Brian Azarello. Uh maybe from not from that perspective, but kind of uh, similar, you know. Um, but yeah. you know, it, it's not that was done way better than this. So yeah, definitely a two. Oz, what about you, man? What would you rate this book? Yeah, I'd probably two also. At, at best, yeah. it's average, but then you're telling me it's tied into this game that I'm playing and I don't see the tie-in from issue one. I'd, I'm out. Yeah, it doesn't enhance your experience of it at all. No. No, I mean, yeah. I, and you got to go through six issues. I get that, but you got to start tie-ins on one and then veer off a little bit before you come back to it at six. And they they couldn't even do that. They gave me two, my one story that I'm interested in, another one that you know I might like. If it was just Detective Comics, like okay, so this is the story for the next six issues. I'm cool, but no, not not for something that's supposed to be its own thing. Yeah, yeah, it, I I'm gonna give it a two as well. It's like it it's, it just disappointed me. I was like, I, should, I was actually looking forward to reading this comic, <laughs> and, I, and that was probably my mistake. But you know, no, but, it's but the, even like you know, with the injustice books, the injustice books ended up being better than the game. Yeah, well, I, it ended up being yeah, better uh, than some of those main DC books. So, oh, one hundred percent, like injustice. Like, we have. It, there's we a have, reason why I have like three or four series of it, like volumes right, of it. And we we like. There's a reason why we're so harsh on this too. Like, if you're gonna do something like this, like, I mean, we right. we you got, how you it, you know, yeah, like they they've done it before, you know. I can't wait for the Marvel Snap book. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> do not. Oh Lord. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do some final thoughts and get out of here. Oz, man, Oz. you need to play. You need to play Marvel Snap. You know why? Not because it's tight. Not because it's good. Not because it's fun. Not because it's like literally like you can play around in like two minutes, and then you know you can level up your, all your shit in like maybe fifteen. It's not because yeah. of that. Not because the cards have amazing art. Not because you can upgrade them to the art looks better mm-hmm. and they have cool designs. Like no, no, it's not because of that. It's because Larry set up a group chat where he actually is doing pre-production there instead of our <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. 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 I wasn't trying to do pre-production in that group chat, Oz. It, it did happen, but it was because I mistook it for our chat. <laughs> Right, but but it, it's but, the same uh, people except there's like another number I don't know, and <laughs> he keeps giving me hints, and I'm like, I want to thank him. I don't know who that is. I don't want to be uh, weird. But other than that, like, you know, like I'm like I, I I'm in the group chat. I'm like, you know, I think Oz might want to chime in on this too. And he's like, <laughs> well, he can. And I'm like, uh, I didn't even know. I, nobody's told me about it, so no, no, he can't. No, 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 no. But that's the thing. 
Yeah. I was I was putting what I thought I was putting it into our group chat. And I was just like, Oz can chime in if he wants to. Like, you know, nothing's stopping Oz. And, you know, but that was Mo's subtle hint. Yeah, like, yeah. you put it in the wrong group chat, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to just, you know, ease him into Like, oh, yeah. And right. Like, oh, dude, it's the wrong chat, you know. And then he yeah. talks about the Robbie Reyes uh, HasLab not getting funded. And I'm like, is this... Is this pre-production too? No, so no, I, no. That I just copied his message and put it in our group. <laughs> just oh, all right. Where you posted it, and it was actually he, his. It was his. Yeah. yeah. Now, now that I meant to put into that chat, just yeah. because I knew that the only people that I was talking to about that was was you, Moses, and uh, Raymond, who's the other person, okay. Tiny Men, oh, who's okay. the other person in the chat. You know, and I just put it in there because you two were like the main people that. Like when I would mention it, or you would mention yeah. it to me too, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, you, like, why would you have a conversation on collectibles with the guy with the collectible? <laughs> well, but but you don't you don't mess with the the Haslab stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I love that little grin he has, like he's so gratified in, in all that. Yeah, my collectible. No, no, absolutely, no. Trust me, it's like, but it was the first Marvel Legends. Haslab that didn't get funded, so it's like I mean, I wouldn't say it sucked. I think it was too expensive. How much was it? Three something. I think right? Three three fifty, yeah. I think. Like if it was two fifty, I think there were people that would have just bought it just because, like just to have it. But but between it being three fifty and then after they were like, oh, you're going to be able to get the Goblin Queen and Mephisto. And those are like figures that people have been wanting new versions of for a long time. And they're like, oh, you're going to put the figures we want behind this expensive ass HasLab. They're like, defund, defund, defund. <laughs> like, like cats, it, it had more people before they showed what the tears were. And as they showed the tears, people are like, oh, this is some BS. And they're like, we're taking our money back. <laughs> so look the people voted with their dollars and that joint is not not being made right now at least but i mean they have the prototype so who knows maybe it'll, maybe it'll come out later as a premium rider packaging thing on the shelf who knows i don't know well uh, you know since we're on marvel snap all you guys listening if you if you do you're on a marvel snap you can it's you know send us your decks We'll trade decks on our social media, Twitter. Uh, yeah, let's Instagram. do that. We can we can do that. So, uh, but yeah, back to final. Four. We're gonna get Oz to play. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm downloading it now. If it sucks, I hate Woo! it. Woo! You might hate it because it's like they took away all that you love of Magic: The Gathering. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and look, they even simplified Overpower. I don't know if you ever played Overpower. Yeah. They simplified that, like they used that model and then just dumbed it. He's like me, dude. It, it's it's crazy because I thought I wasn't gonna like it too because I'm like, well, the what they're talking about is like collectible car strategy, but like pared down to the very essence that of what makes it fun. And I'm like, that sounds like you're taking the strategy out of it to me, and that sounds like a bad time. But I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And when I tried it, I'm like, oh, you know what? I get what they what they were doing here. Like, I like this. I like this. Like, and of course, the cards look cool. So, yeah. 
And now Oscar right. becomes anyway, a threat. Yeah. So if you if you accidentally pre-produce there, he'll get it. <laughs> like y'all know, I was a competitive Magic the Gathering player. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't think you. Well, would I like know it. you know. I don't think Lawrence knows. No, I knew. I remember. I remember when we went to to Ted's house and you brought all your decks at the Magic the Gathering gathering. Right, Magic the Gathering the gathering. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, all right. Final thoughts, Oz. Uh, Star Girl's fun. Oh, you I'm, son of a! Bitch. I'm enjoying it. It's sad that it's canceled. <laughs> oh, did you watch? Wait. Have you watched the latest season? No. Well, I heard it's actually it. really good. It is. I heard yeah. from actual dudes that it's good. Like. How did how does Star Girl make it longer than like other <laughs> like these other shows? Is it better? Better it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, I might have to start watching it. No, oh, like oh, like Jaden Obsidian. Oh god, I just can't get away. Like I was talking to Lloyd at the wedding. Like it's like because he likes it too. And he's like, it's a really good show. I'm like, I just can't get away off that little little kid, Doctor Midnight with the hands, like, <laughs> yeah. And he started Hilarious. cracking up. He's like, you got the hands down right, like it's with the little big ass gloves. Like, yeah. She does yeah. look weird when she wears the Doctor yeah, Midnight. I, I just, you know, I, I'm a JSA fan. Like, I, I don't want that to be my JSA. You know? Hilarious, Mo. Final thoughts? Uh, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's my wedding anniversary today, and Ooh. yeah, I, I you know, every time I think of my future and I see nothing but darkness, the lights there, my wife Emily, and I thank her every day for loving me because if she didn't, who knows where the fuck I'd be. Um, aside from that, uh, yeah, come back next week. Uh, we'll have more comic reviews. Ooh. Oh, he's playing his first match. No. <laughs> oh, is that is that what's happening? Wait, I just downloaded it. I don't mind my, 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 yeah, it's an intro. You gotta play it. Don't worry. Right. No, no, I, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's eleven o'clock. Yeah, you go to bed. Yeah, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of. We'll talk about it. We're the Fantastic Forum. Good night. <laughs>